0: Happy Friday morning, everybody, and hello, George Kittle, the 49ers, and Brock Purdy. Welcome into Undisputed, and we've got a packed show for you. I'm Jen Neal, that's Kit Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Hi, guys.
1: Good morning, Jen. Good morning. So, they say imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. It seems like somebody's imitating somebody, and I'm flattered. You never? Yeah. Have you ever worn a t- turtleneck?
2: Ever in your life? This is a
1: mock. Mock. That's a mock. Yeah, I'm mocking you. All <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Uh, okay. here we go.
2: Oh, ever since jim has been talking about her pelicans, they've been getting drugged, huh? They have. They've been getting <laughs> drugged.
0: It was not pretty at the end last night, Shannon. (laughs) Mortally wounded. That Mm. one hurt. Okay. All right, guys. Let's start, though, with the Dallas Cowboys and Micah Parsons. He told reporters yesterday Philly fans must hate him after he said it was more than the system and not Jalen Hurts that's driving the Eagles' success. He also explained why he would say that. Let's take a listen.
3: I always stand on, I mean, you got to stand on everything you say just as a man. Um, but obviously they small clipped it and just took one line of what, uh, was really talked about, but, um, no pun intended or no disrespect to Hurts, I think he's doing great this year. Um, but you know what I mean? I'm a defensive guy and, you know, I said their Eagles defense is just a team to watch. I mean, I mean, they just got hell of a players over there that's been making plays all year. So from a defensive aspect, you know, I know how, uh, Offensive guys just kind of get all the credit, so I just want to stick up for the defensive guys. Because the conversation was, most valuable player, is it just quarterback?
0: I don't know, is he walking things back or trying, Shannon? Do you like or do you have a problem with the way Micah defended himself there?
2: Uh, First of all, I got a problem, Skip, uh, because Philly doesn't need you to stick up for their defenders. And I'm not going to allow Micah, and I love Micah, but I'm not going to allow him to play victim here. You said it was the system. Nobody says it's Patrick Mahomes or the system. It's Patrick Mahomes. Nobody says Joe Burrow or the system. Nobody says Brady or Rodgers or the system. You made it seem like J- Jalen Hurts is a, is a gatekeeper. Is that, It's the team around him, not Jalen Hurts. How do you expect the, the Eagles to, to, to react? How do you think mm. Jalen Hurts took that? Mm. Oh, it's not Hurts. You know, we were just talking ball. Okay, fine, talk ball. All you had to do the way you could have done it Said, Jalen Hurst is having a phenomenal season. He's an excellent ball player. He's going to probably be the MVP, and deservedly so. But when you bring system into it, mm-hmm. you make it seem like it's not the guy. It's the system that causes him to be successful. Every quarterback is a systems guy. Jalen Hurst, the the system that they've implemented allows him to be his absolute best. They got him a number one receiver in A.J. Brown, and he took off. But he worked his tail off because if you look at his completion percentage, Skip, from his first year to his second year to his third year, Mm. and you look at Jalen Hurst, the quarterback, from his first year to his second year to his third year, because nobody looked at Jalen Hurst, Skip, in his first year and thought he could ever be an MVP. They Mm. said he couldn't throw the football well enough. He had tremendous legs, but he worked. He worked, he worked. Howie Roseman, to his credit, he saw something. They had just given Carson Wentz a a big mega contract, and they took a quarterback in the second round. Mm -hmm. And Carson Wentz faltered. They inserted the kid, and through the struggles and the adversity, he just kept getting better and better and better. Micah, what about your team? If somebody took a shot at Dak Prescott, boom, you stand up and walk. Hey, man, whatever. You better I'm a ride with my quarterback. Yeah. I'm down with my quarterback. Yep. But you are, you can't talk about, I'm taking up for the defenders. And you say, well, why is the quarterback the most important? Let's just say, for the sake of argument, Skip, there's probably, what, 35, 45 workers at Apple. They're not none more important than Tim Cook, who's the CEO. See, Michael, you would be more important than the quarterback if you hit the quarterback 65 times, like he touches the ball 65 times a game. Yep. Because the quarterback, can, really, he directly, when he plays well, it's hard to beat said team. When he plays bad, it's hard for said team to win. I, I just don't get what Michael, what, 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 was, what, what he hoped or what he thought would happen if you said the quarterback is a systems guy. Oh, is it the, I mean, why do you care? Yep. That's not your team or either the system or either the players around him. Everybody got good players. Brady has good players. Burrow has good players. Everybody. You have good players around you. Mm-hmm. But you're the best player on the mm-hmm. defense. And, they, and, and people treat you accordingly. So I'm not going to allow him to play victim in this situation. Talking about his word. They took a small clip. No, you said what you said. And like you said, you're a man. You stand on what you said and just keep it moving.
1: Mm. <sighs> I, I, I cannot agree with you more, but I'm going to go further. Yesterday, I tried in small ways to defend this kid, and he is still a kid yes. to me mm-hmm. because I love, 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 love me some 11 from heaven, some my Omica Parsons. And yet, this feels like doubling down. Right. And so we and I, I must double down in my condemnation of what he 's doing because I think he just poured more gasoline on the fire that he started two days, days ago, ago. whenever mm-hmm. it was i 'm lost on this one because in the end it 's good for us what he 's talking about because the the other remarks were about hey I I'm, I I'm I was just having a good conversation here and his point was and, – and you made this point. He, he said, I was just having a good conversation with a guy I really respect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what happens on podcasts. You do one, and you have lots of guests, <laughs> yeah. and you guys have great conversations. And they open up. Okay. They do open up. Most of those guys who are opening up are ex-players, correct. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Have you had some currents? I, I yeah, can't I think. had Tyreek. Had that's DK right. That's right. yeah. okay. okay. But for the most part, mm-hmm. if you're an, an ex-superstar player mm-hmm. talking to an ex-superstar player – it, it's it's okay right. because you, you you don't have a team to be responsible for anymore, right? Right. Right. And so you can stand on your own opinions because they are literally, you, you own your own opinions Correct. because you're no longer part of a unified body of right. work that, right. that is a football team, as you well know. And your words of opinion can't be held against you no, because you're not on the current team. No, you're, you're not on the current team. So his line is, I was just having a good conversation with Vaughn, a person I look up to, helped him out on his podcast, and the next thing I know, it's an S.H. storm. Yeah, because you you, you play for the Dallas Cowboys. That's why. And you're about to play the Philadelphia Eagles in what I think will be the game of the year, if my team can get by Jacksonville this week, in the NFL.
2: Well, you should have a problem with that because here we are talking about something with the Eagles, which is a week away, and you ain't
1: mentioned nothing about Jacksonville. That's the bigger picture point right now. Okay, so he goes on to say that I, I'm just talking football like football is a hurtful conversation. Then why are we playing it for? I, I think the job is more hurtful than the conversation. Well, yeah, the job is very injurious. We, <laughs> yes. we get that. Yes. But, but you're missing the point here right. because he says, if if we can't have opinions, I mean, you guys get to talk SH all day. Yeah, that's what yes. we're paid to do yes. that. That's, that's exactly yeah. what we right. are doing right. right now, right? Yes. And so he says, why, why can't we talk a little chatter? Um, because you're in the business of winning football games, right? And even though all of this chatter can be great for what you and I are doing right now, it it feeds our beast, right? History would tell you that it does your team zero good, right? History would tell you that the sport you played at the highest level is often won and lost more than any other sport on fiery emotion to the point of anger where there's no, you you can't do it in basketball. You really can't do it in baseball. There are just too many games where you you can't let your emotions run away with you, but in football, Mm -hmm. they can run away with you literally out of the locker room, down the tunnel onto the football field, and it can change the outcome of the game at kickoff. If one team is far readier to play than the other team. Right. Okay. well, you've just given them not only bulletin board material, you've given them rocket fuel for what I believe will be the game of the year. Unfortunately, it's not this Sunday. It's a whole nother week from Sunday. Correct. So you're missing the point where, yeah, if you want to quit football and come sit with us, as we we almost had him do early in the year then that's fine by me. Right. But, but that's not who you are and what you're doing right now. Skip,
2: he said, well, you guys had talk, you have opinions and talk bleep. Up. Oh, you can. But when somebody call you on your opinion, like a lot of times you guys do us— Okay, well, stand on it. Don't run and hide and say why you got an opinion because what you did, Skip, he said is basically he's saying that Jalen Hurts is less deserving of the MVP because of the team around him. He's saying Jalen Hurts is not, it's Jalen Hurts' ability. It's not why they're succeeding is Jalen Hurts. It's the complimentary football. He gave example. If we stop them and we hold them to a punt, if they punt the ball, the return of brings it to the 50, you're already, it's complimentary football. So you're, Jalen Hurts is not a complimentary player. He's about, an MVP can't be complimentary. No. He cannot.
1: He cannot be complimentary.
2: If you want to say that yeah. about Brock, Brock Purdy, I ain't got no. I'm not finna fight you about saying Brock Purdy. They're playing complimentary football. Yeah. Defense is outstanding. They're running the football. But Jalen Hurts is not Brock Purdy.
1: No. He's proven it over uh, an expanse <laughs> yes. of time, over several years now. I am the biggest Jalen Hurts fan, so I, ha- I got real mixed emotions here. Right. But. In the end, my biggest problem right now with Micah is he's talking without being able to walk the talk. Let's do the flip side of this. If Nick Bosa writes now, right now wants to talk a little SH about Jalen Hurts or Dak Prescott or whoever you want to talk about, Geno Smith. I'm a little better with Nick Bosa right now because after last night, and it was coming, we saw it coming, he's just playing at a much higher level than Mike is it really playing is. I mean, he's just taking it over, yeah. man. and he got robbed of a sack. He got robbed. Okay, we can, we're, like we're going to get into yeah. that. All right. But the point is, I just watched Nick Bosa. I just watch it like I, I test yes. the line of scrimmage at the snap, and, and I'm seeing 97, and he is obliterating humanity. He, he's relentless. He's relentless, and he. you want to talk about packing a punch, man. He is over. Powering, he said after the game on on Amazon, he said, there's there's no trick to this. I I I just I try to run through the man across from me. And that's that's what he's doing. He's running (laughs) through them. And over the last especially two games, I can't find 11 from heaven. He is not running. There were times when he's run through people. Yes. So remember, Micah has two sacks in six different games this year. Right. And yet there are seven other games that they played where he has zero. So he's going two, 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 two. He's he's got that. So he's piled up 12 sacks. Well, now that's in 13 games. Now Nick Bosa in 13 games has 15 and a half sacks. Right. He is separating. And all of a sudden, their D line is separating from the Dallas defensive line. Even though they don't have as many sacks, it's still Philly by one over Dallas, 49 to 48 tied for fifth of the 49ers. But I'm just looking at the last three, right. four weeks. You right. can just see what's happening. They have the best pass rush in football.
2: Yeah, I think the biggest thing, Skip, when they got Armstead back, he was out yeah. for an extended period of time. He, he was reeking. So now they put him back in there. You get Ekibon Ichab- on one side yeah. and you get, you get uh, Nick Bosa on the other side, it's, it's just... and they can collapse the pocket on you yeah. in, a, on a, in a myriad of ways. But like I said, Skip, I mean, the thing is, okay, you said what you said. But, bro, you have to understand, though, when you have an opinion and you take a shot – it's not so much what you say. How does the person perceive what you're saying? You're saying the the the, the Eagles' success is less dependent on Jalen Hurts' ability as opposed to the system and the team around him. Yep. Jalen Hurts says, I take issue to that, bro. I got 22 touchdowns with three picks. I got another 10 rushing touchdowns. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's the second leading rusher on his team. Bro, that's not complimentary football. No. That's an MVP performance. We don't, we, we don't diminish the, uh, uh, the great quarterbacks and say it's about the team. It's not about the team. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Joe Burrow. Because if, if you take Patrick off that team, even though they still got the same defensive player, they still got the skill set. Do you believe they're going to be just as successful? I do not. You take Joe Burrow away, do you think they'll be just as successful? I do not. So for you to say that that he's a, a, basically a systems guy, I don't believe that. I, I disagree with it. And then he tries to play the victim and says, oh, we, y'all, y'all did not. You did that, bro. That's all you.
1: I've been saying for a month, here comes Jalen Hurts. To me, he is running away with MVP. You have to respect that. You have to honor it. And you actually, the, the best thing you have to do is just ignore it. Right. Because to talk about it, not even on the eve, but building up toward the Philly game. Right. Where is the win in that? What no. what, what good? <laughs> help me out. It, no. it helps no. you and your team how? No. Does it put you in more of a spotlight? Yeah, it does. Right. For better and for worse. Right. Because now more than ever, people are going to be focused right. on Micah Parsons. Right. Can you come back alive against Jacksonville? We're about to talk in a few minutes here about this game. Right. It, it's like Jen has been saying all week, is this a trap game? It's beyond trap to me. It's, it's, just, it's just a hard game to go win right. because they – are coming of age right. Yeah, Jacksonville is ahead. playing
2: better. Yeah, uh, they're at home, and we've seen what they've done the last couple of weeks. They've been a, they're, they're a good team. They got a good quarterback, and they can make plays. They got receivers that can make plays. Right. Their defense, they're not overly talented, but they hustle. They fly around to the football and give uh, um, Dougie, Dougie P, Dougie, please got this well, team playing he, well.
1: He won a Super Bowl. He, in Philadelphia. he, he did do that. He, he's a really good yes. NFL football coach. Yes. And he is rounding them back into shape right. because they've got talent. Right. Because they've been drafting high, 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 high.
2: If Michael wants to have a conversation and says, you know what, well, guys, well, help me understand. Why does the, the MVP have to be a quarterback award? Yeah. I mean, there are other guys, okay. receivers and running backs that play really well. But I mean, now with the way the game, the way the quarterback is protected, Skip, and the numbers, the video game, it's hard to give somebody an award if somebody, if the quarterback throws for 5,300 yards and 50 touchdowns. That means the running back's got to rush for 2,500 yards. It, it does. It, or or Micah, yes. I tell you, you want MVP? Go get 30 sacks. And then I don't care what, it, what, what the offensive player does. Unless he throws for 6,000 yards and 60 touchdowns, you're going to win that award. That's what it's come down to. Just like the, the Heisman, Skip. Yeah. A defensive player wants to get that look like Charles Woodson got it. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to be extra. You're going to have to have a season like Derek Thomas. In today's game, where he had 27 sacks and he just, you could literally see him take the game over. No matter who the quarterback was, he was the best player on the, in that game that day. Yeah. But if you want to have that conversation, but to minimize just how good Jalen Hurts is and thinking that he's a systems guy, nah, nah, you said that. You, you, okay, and just because it's just like anything, Skip, just because Vaughn went there, that was that Vaughn, like, oh, man, I, 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 I appreciate that, but you know, hey. I'm going to stick to what I'm going to do. We're going to talk about this, and I'm not going to talk about Jalen Hurts. We're going to see them in a couple of weeks, and I'll deal with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles offense. At an
1: appropriate time, you can still help Vaughn out on this yes! podcast without going there. You had helped him out. You're on the podcast. You're on. That's that's my point. You did it.
0: <laughs> you, you, did sat it. Yeah, you, you sat with him. You sat
1: right across from yeah. him and looked him right in the eye. And you can go a lot of places and you can talk about a lot of yeah. things. You can say a lot of good things about right. what the Dallas Cowboys have accomplished so far. Mm-hmm. You can talk about how great Vaughn is and how great yeah. he has been and and his injury and all the things he's right. going through. But you can't go here, and. The more I look at how the Eagles responded, the more I respect and like it. And the more it scares me, because even Jordan Mailata, who's the left tackle that Michael will face on occasion a week from Sunday, he's just saying, just worry about who you got this week. That's how we do it here. I'm not going to worry about any other comments anybody else said. And he said, I I don't even know who the F they're playing because he he doesn't care that they're playing Jacksonville. He cares these guys have to go to Chicago. And it's not quite as dangerous a game as Jacksonville is, but on any given Sunday, you better be ready. You can't look ahead. I've told you. I feel like my team, the Dallas Cowboys, have been looking ahead to Philadelphia for about three weeks. You can even make the case they've been looking ahead since the Cooper Rush game. Seriously. (laughs) Since that Sunday night game on whatever it was, October 16th or Mm -hmm. whatever it was. The point is – they have been spoiling for this. They want this. Well, now you got to take care of business at Jacksonville, and then we can have this conversation. Right. Then it will really, really matter because right. I'm not riding off my team to win the division. It's right. still possible yes. because in, in this league, as you know, <laughs> I- possible. anything is yeah. possible. Mm-hmm. So if, if you take care of business and you win out, whew, we can really have a conversation. Right. But right here, right now, I, I need Micah now to walk his talk. I need him to carry this. What what did I tell you before the season, and it's been my mantra the whole year? I believe my team will go as far as he carries them. Right. And he's still an NFL baby, and I'm putting a lot on his shoulder pads right now, but he's been that good. Yeah, well, he's the best player on the team. Okay, but the last two games, he's been like dangerously quiet Mm -hmm. because – I'm looking at the, the last two games, he has one hit on the quarterback, obviously zero sacks, zero sacks. And, and all of a sudden, the pass rush has faded over the last two games because he is the pass rush. Right. All those other guys, on DeMarcus Lawrence I have respect for, right. but, but he's a little more of a run stuffer and, and right. more of a hold that line type guy than a p- pure pass rush. But he's the guy
2: that – Mike is the guy that they fear. He's the guy that yeah. – and, and these guys, look, you're in the NFL, you're a good player. But he's the guy that keeps offensive coordinators up. Yep. He's the guy that they set their protection to. He's the guy that I worry about that can wreck my game plan yep. and cause me many, many sleepless nights. He's the guy. Okay. And everybody else
1: feeds off of what he they does. They do. So why has the rookie Sam Williams suddenly hit the quote-unquote rookie wall? Where has Dorrance Armstrong been the last couple of weeks? Uh, it, it's right here. Mm-hmm. It's because he's been quiet. And yet he also said on the podcast that rushing the passer is trench warfare. And yeah. his point was, I'm a little beat up right now and I'm a little worn down right now because it's hard when I when I try to do that yeah. so much. Remember how I pounded the table over here because the worst game was at Green Bay. Mm-hmm. They obviously got just bum-rushed through the fourth quarter and overtime Mm -hmm. that game. They were 28-14 to and lost the game. And Micah went quiet, but I blame the coaching staff because he only had 10 snaps in which he actually rushed the passer off the edge. 47 snaps that game he played at linebacker because their point was, we believe they're just going to try to run the ball and protect – Aaron Rodgers sort of keep him out of harm's way. Well, yeah, they, they still ran the ball for whatever it was. Didn't they have 200 and – Yeah, they had, a bunch, they had like 230. Right? So yeah, yeah. Okay. 206, yeah, two 206. Okay. Yeah. yeah, all right. And, and I'm saying, what are you doing? Ten snaps at edge and 47 at linebacker? Well, then they flipped the script all the way back. And since then, against the Colts, he had 50 snaps at edge and only one at linebacker and then against the Texans he had 44 snaps on the edge and only 3 at linebacker and one believe it or not at slot slot corner he, right. he covered the slot receiver okay I love this, but Mike is saying he doesn't love this because it's wearing him down. Yeah, and he's a little beat up. I, I'm pretty sure everybody's pretty beat
2: up. Absolutely, at 13, right? 14 games until the to the season skip, there's a lot of hitting going on. But you know, that's you learn. I mean, you know, you talk to Bonnie, you talk to some of these other guys. You're like, "Bro, how do you stay so fresh throughout the course of the season?" I mean, is it the massages? Is it the cold tub? Yep. Is it the treatment? Yep. The acupuncture? What? What is it? Because my, I'm starting to feel it in my body, that I don't feel like I have the same explosiveness. You know, just talk to the guys. A lot of times, guys share secrets. They, do. Uh, they want you to have success. They 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 like that you come to them and ask them because they're the veteran players and they've been there and done that. So that's that's all Micah has to do. But it is it's it's hard work. And I don't know how much hitting or how much, uh, how many days a week skip they have on the pads. But I think at this point in time now. I think unless you're Coach Belichick, Coach Belichick's still putting those guys in pads. But I think everybody else is kind of getting away from the pad Skip. Yeah. And, you know, you're not carrying those pads uh, during the course of the week like like we did when I was in the 90s and early 2000s. That's
1: not how it happens now. All right. Well, you've made the point against, you know, up against what I say all year long. He, he He's not – he's a little too slender. I don't know what the best word is. He, he doesn't maybe have his man body just yet, so he can't take the pounding like that on a relentless regular basis.
2: Yeah, them, them chips and double teams, they mm-hmm. hurt after a while. I mean, you think thinking the, the running collisions. back hit you in the real Collision. And then all of a collisions. sudden you spin, I got the tackle beat, and then guard ear hits you yep. in your mouth. Yep. That, that,
1: that catches up with you over the course of, of some weeks. Okay. Well, if it has caught up with him, then my team's done. Seriously. Well, I, I just think the thing is, Skip, that, that DQ's been
2: around long enough. He'll find ways to move him around and, 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 and you know. I, I see, I, I know you like you just like the, the edge, but if he's just lining up on the edge, Skip, I can identify him. Uh, you make my job a
1: lot. Yeah, I, thank you.
3: Thank you, Dan.
1: Because okay. he's lining up there because guess what the line? Him. Mm. Well, once upon a time, I could identify Lawrence Taylor every yeah, was, snap. Yeah, once upon this. a time, I could identify Charles Haley every single snap. Yeah. He was where he was. But that's what I'm trying to tell you
2: uh-huh. about. That's what LT is here. That's why I don't. you don't hear me t- mention anybody. Willie LT, you're absolutely right. LT was going to line up. He was a 3-4 linebacker. He didn't even line up on the edge. That's what he's doing. He wasn't lining up over the center, over and, the and, guard, anything like pretty that. pretty much
1: the same edge. Yeah. It just seems in my mind's eye, I can just see him over yeah. on that, that side. Yeah. And trust me, 94 Charles Haley, I just I knew where he was gonna line up because that's where he lined up. Yeah. And you couldn't stop him. Right. Okay? I need Micah to get to, to that level. He he will get to that level, Skip, but
2: uh only LT was at that level when he got into the league because yeah. he was defensive player of the year and rookie yeah, of the year in the same season. Yeah. So he was the only guy that was was at that level. And, and you know, Reggie, Reggie line up on one side, you yep. know Reggie had the hunt move.
1: Yep. Stop it. Yeah. I got but it. he
2: will. He'll, he'll get there, Skip. He just—I mean, it's his second year, and we're, we're putting him in, in, in the category with the greats. Give him by year four, year five. You'll see. Mm. Well, I hope he's he only twenty-three a
0: years old, guys. Yep.
1: Yeah,
0: Plenty of learning left, Ooh. both from a physical standpoint and also the media standpoint. Yeah, yeah. It's a circus. All right, Skip, you were talking about it a little bit earlier. Let's deep dive coming up into if the Cowboys really are overlooking their upcoming opponent before facing the Eagles. Plus, the 49ers. Ooh, do they have a new franchise quarterback after last night's win, guys? Ugh, that that and much more coming up right here on Undisputed. <laughs>
3: Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel.
0: Congratulations to the 49ers. They clinched the NFC West last night with that 21-13 win over the Seahawks. Rookie Brock Purdy went 17 for 26, 217 yards, two touchdowns in his second career start. Kyle Shanahan with the high praise, calling Purdy, quote, the most poised rookie I've ever had. Shannon, uh, this begs the question, is Brock Purdy better than Trey Lance?
2: We just don't know. We haven't seen enough of either guy, Skip. This is what we know. They mortgaged their future for Trey Lance, and they were ready to move on from Jimmy G, who had taken them to a Super Bowl, and they had made, played it, paid a ton of money. Mm. I believe they'll be ready to move on from Bart Purdy, who's Mr. Irrelevant, because they still mortgage And they're never, you're not going to trade Trey Lance for what you gave up to get him. Mm. You're not. So, Skip, I just don't know if we've seen enough from either guy. Um, they have tremendous talent. They got playmakers. Christian McCaffrey has been a godsend. He's been unbelievable running and catching the football. Kittle can run and catch. He can block. Uh, 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 Jennings made some big-time catches, and they did a lot of this with Adibo. Man, skip that play that, that uh, Kittle scored on, fake double-screen, wide-check middle. Mm-hmm. I could never score on that play because the, the guy never left the middle of the field. Nah, mm. Sharp, sure. we know what's coming up. I saw Brent Jones score on it. A Kittle scored on it. I think Kelsey's even scored on it. I could never get that. The kid
1: really ran it sweetly, though. (laughs) He he, he sold it, and it worked.
2: Well, uh, uh, I could never find a linebacker like 56 that would go for the banana in the tailpipe trick. All them guys would stay home. But anyway, Skip, I I just don't know. I I don't know. I don't believe that they're going to give up on Trey Lance just this quick, considering that they gave up two first-rounders, and they gave up a lot in order to get him. Now, uh, Brock Purdy is playing unbelievable, Skip. They're playing complimentary football. Because they're not asking him to do a whole lot. And the guys he's hitting, he, he made some big time, made a big time run on third down, Skip, to basically seal the ball game. He did. Um, but I just, I, I haven't seen enough, Skip. And, then, and through three, nearly three full games, six touchdowns, one interception, completed 67% of his passes, 68 uh, QBR would be fifth in the league if he had qualified. Um, do I believe he, he's probably their guy over uh, uh, Jimmy G? Probably, but not Trey Lance, Skip. I, mm. I just don't. I, I just don't know if we've seen enough. But considering what they gave up to get Trey, ain't no way they can move on because you're mm. not going to be able to. You can't say, okay, somebody give me what we gave up to get him. Ain't nobody doing that. Nobody's going No, no one mm. is going to give them what they gave up to get Trey Lance. So I believe when Trey Lance is healthy, Trey Lance is going to be their starter. It's nice to know, Skip. I got a quality backup if need be.
1: Mm biggest picture point to everything you just said if kyle and mike shanahan do decide that brock purdy is just simply better than trey lance i promise you they will move forward with brock purdy uh, uh, whatever they'll just cut losses and it's big losses to cut yeah but Skip, do you but, know how that's gonna look i, I got you, you it basically you swung I, I know in but, midst. but yeah i got it but sometimes you just say Life just dictated we got to do that because mm-hmm. we can go places with him that we can't go with him. If that's, it, I, I believe they're gutsy enough, they're strong-willed enough, they're swallowed their own pride enough mm-hmm. that at some point, if they have to cut bait with Trey Lance or try to trade him or whatever they would do to get rid of him, they would do that. Right. That's just me, but yeah. I'm not saying. That, I, I'm just saying I believe. They just would say that's how this game is played. That's okay. what you have to do. Okay. Now, bigger picture. Back to your McCaffrey point before I get to, <laughs> to this kid. Look, look at what McCaffrey did last night. He carried the ball 26 times. Mm-hmm. L- look at the targets. Who got the most targets? Mm-hmm. He did. Yep. He got eight. He caught six of them for another what did he 30 add? yards. 30 yards. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say this again. I'm going to knock on wood before I say it, but boy, they're asking a lot of this smallish running back mm-hmm. and he is the, the greatest kid we had him on the show mm-hmm. back in 2020 two years ago. You watched him grow up. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, what what a great young man he is, but he's not the biggest no, kid he's not. and and he's running so hard. He's taking shots right and left, he's mm-hmm. fighting for one more yard, one more foot on nearly every carry, but he is their driving force now because that means he touched the ball 32 times last night. And by the way, 30 of the 60. Yeah, right. Okay. And by the way, they were much more run heavy than pass heavy, which you certainly would do with the rookie quarterback who was the, the last road. pick in the draft on the road against a, what used to be an arch rival within yeah. the division. I don't right. know if they can live up to that right now. Okay. Back to Brock Purdy. I told you, I watched him a ton at Iowa State because he started 48 games. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely watched him four times against Oklahoma, and I'm pretty sure I watched him some against Texas and Baylor and Oklahoma State and all those games. But when you get to start 48 college yeah. football games and you get to go to Norman, Oklahoma, and you get to go to Austin, Texas, and you get to go to Stillwater and, and Waco, mm-hmm. you, you you just gain experience on what it feels like before a – a, a rowdy, raucous, hostile crowd. Hostile crowd. You, you know what it feels like, and, and he was always pretty good at Iowa State. I got to tell you, I'm eye-testing this. He has played better all three times now that I've watched him play as a 49er yeah. than I ever saw him in any single game at Iowa State. That's the <laughs> God's truth. Right now, three games right. is that uh, should, should I honor Kyle Shanahan Are you there? Sure? Should I? Should I just say it's, it's I, I got to give him his credit for this? Okay, maybe. But this kid, you want to talk about some rookie poise? God, he just looks like he's been playing forever, right. and he has been at Iowa State. Trey Lance played a very small body of work of games because right. he only started for one year, and then the pandemic came right. at North Dakota what, State. He started
2: seventeen games or something even, like that. I can't remember what it was, what? but it was just one year. Yeah. It was right. just
1: it was one year, and then one game, game in the pandemic. Right. Well, and it's North Dakota State. Hey, right. Okay. It, it's, he, he didn't get to go to Norman or Austin or play before these 90,000 hostile crowds, right? Right. Okay. So I'm amazed because I went back and checked Lance Zerline, who, who is an underrated great analyst for NFL.com, and he writes incredible capsules on these kids, on all the kids before they go to the – maybe I guess right the after combine. they come to the combine – I'm going to read you just a couple of lines out of what he wrote about Brock Purdy. He said he's a four-year starter who is never able to improve upon a stellar sophomore campaign. And that is true because yeah. the the last two years weren't very good. Mm-hmm said he needs a play-action-based offense where he can rely on timing over release quickness and arm strength because he doesn't have the biggest of arms. No, he doesn't. And and it's a little bit of an awkward, slow release. It is. Okay? So, here we go. He can be a confident passer when he finds his rhythm. He's found it all three games of the 49ers. But throwing is more of a chore than a talent thanks to a labored release. I buy that. I'm seeing that right now. Yeah. But it is working at a supremely high level because the kid's got a little moxie and he's got guts. And by the way, the best quote of the night came from Kyle Shanahan after the game. Remember, he was a game time decision last night because he had an oblique pull. Mm -hmm. And and Kyle said after the game that in pregame warmups, he still wasn't sure about him because he was laboring to do some things in pregame. Right. And they went with him and Kyle's quote was that... Our team had a lot of respect for him before this game, but a lot more now because he toughed it out and gutted it right. up because they all knew they were close to having to go to the backup to the backup, right? right? Yeah. Okay. So my point is that I'm pretty sure he will revert more to to Lance Zerline's right. critique of him than what we're seeing so far. And I also would like to make the case that last night he, he came out hot early. And then he he did. But then he missed three in a row. And if we could see the fourth pass in a row that he missed, if we could see this, this is at the two minute warning at the end of the first half. That's probably the longest ball he's threw all all night. And Diggs, you you want to talk about getting hit in the hand. Come on now. Come on now. And if you catch it clean and you come down clean with it. Mike. I think you could run some. Mm-hmm. It looked like you could run for 15 or 20 yards, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden, you're going to flip the script of what's going on because it's a 7-3 to game at that point. Could you at least get a field goal out of that right. against the best defense in football? Probably you could get a field goal. Could you have gone to halftime at 7-6 to and, and it'd feel like a football game? Right. Yeah, probably. Maybe even 10-7. Maybe, Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? 10-7. And it did force the punt, and all of a sudden, Seattle started to move the ball again, and then on a second and five at at their 35, Travis Homer takes a little uh, pass from Geno, mm-hmm. and he, he makes the first down. He's going to make the first down, and kaboom, Green. guess who? It's Brady's favorite player, right? It's yeah. Dre Greenlaw. Wow. Okay? And, and off to the races goes Ward and runs it all the way down to whatever it was, the six-yard line. Well, you want to talk about flipping the script. Yep. Okay, and all of a sudden, that's game over to me. Because against that defense and Geno, you know, you, you got no, no chance. But my point is, how different would the night have been for young Brock Purdy if Diggs catches the interception? All of a sudden, he's like, uh-oh, what did I just do? Right. Because they have played zero clean football. You know, like they haven't turned it over one time with Brock Purdy at the helm. Right. Well,
2: that would work. That was almost one right, right there. Yeah. Okay. And, so, and sometimes, Skip, that's what it takes. It, you know, guys dropping it or, or you know, uh, and you di- and you flip it, and all of a sudden they didn't miss their opportunity because, you know, we've seen Dallas get script, Skip, and the uh, the tackle jumps on the football. <laughs> now – Maybe an eagle was around and he jumps on the football maybe. and did nothing, no harm, no foul. Agreed. But there was no one around but 49ers. Yeah. They scoop it up, run it back, they get a touchdown. And what could have possibly been a 7-6, maybe a 10-7
1: Seattle. Yeah. Now all of a sudden it's 14-3 Seattle. Yeah. I don't it, think Drake Greenlaw went to Travis Homer after the game and said, would you sign this? Nah, 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 nah. So. But, but anyway, the point is that Brock Purdy is like Mac Jones in that what would you keep pushing for before the draft? Well, Max, the, the ready to play, yeah. right? Yeah. That's yeah. over Trey Lance. Right. Well, yeah, he is because yeah. he played a whole lot of big-time football right. at that place. Right, at, at, at Alabama. Yeah, it's Coach Saban's yeah. place. Alabama's a little different than North Dakota State. <laughs> I'd say. Okay, so what have I seen so far from Trey Lance? Not much. Right. I, and I'm his biggest supporter. I, I said that's I where I would go. I an injury-prone guy right okay. now, Skip. There's no way around that. He's, I see an injury-prone guy. Okay. He's been injury-prone, but what do we know about him? He's six feet, four inches tall and goes, I don't know, 230-ish, somewhere in that ballpark. Mm -hmm. And he can run with the football. he got a big-time arm. Listen. I believe he's got twice the arm that Brock Purdy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so all the measurables are yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Not sure about the intangibles, but as everybody says, he is a great kid who is a gym rat. Right. Nobody will work harder at it than Trey Lance. Yet so far, I haven't seen anywhere near the poise under fire that I've seen from Brock Purdy. Right. And it may be just body of work. Right. He just hasn't played the position no, enough, man. right? No. So I'm, I'd am. i be the first to tell you, I, I want to see more of Trey Lance, and, yeah. and I need him to stay healthy. Yeah, the only thing that yeah. I've
2: seen enough of uh, from Trey Lance's injury, I've seen enough of those injuries. Yeah. Hopefully he can stay healthy, stay on the field, because with that system and the way Kyle call plays, Skip, They got playmakers, and that's what they got. Because he hit Brandon Ayuk, Seattle probably wouldn't even got another touchdown if Ayuk holds on to the ball. Because it was a first down yard, and he
1: hit him right in the chest. He hit him in the chest. It was just really good. He hit him in the chest. I agree. He couldn't throw it any better than what he threw it. Okay, and you raised the question of that final play. Kyle trusted this kid to make a, a, an option play call right. on the rollout play if we see the yeah. third and one play because this is for the football game because it, it's 21 to 13 at this right. point so it's still a football game and he rolls out and he keeps it and he slid but and they obviously challenged it but he, he got the, the ball he extended it and before his knee was down the ball's and he's smart enough on. to know that so yep. look what he does he, yep. he
2: extends the ball while yep. sliding I've never yep. seen a, quarterbacks don't do that
1: yeah and. He has some athletic ability. Yeah. I don't believe he has nearly as much as Trey Lance does. No, 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 no. He, he did run 4'8 at the Combine. In, in, we get all caught up in 4'2 and 4'3, but listen, 4'8 four, four four is decent. Yeah. 'Cause he's a fairly big kid. Yeah. He's six one, maybe two fifteen ish, somewhere in there, two twenty-ish. Yeah. But my point is if you can run four eight, you you, you got some wheels. Yeah, that's that's plenty of, uh, yeah. lo- Along Long as you ain't Brady, you run it what, the five two, yeah. five no, three. No. Once you get in the fives, it's over. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. you're your, your unless, yeah. unless
2: you're a three hundred pound, right. 30 twenty, thirty-pound offensive defense offensive lineman, yeah. fives are okay. Any other position, uh, five not,
1: not, might not yeah. be okay. Well, all I got to say is the Shannon's now have a great problem. That's what they have, right. a great problem because him or him, you know. Skip, was, they won a few games
2: with Nick Mullins. If you look did. at some of the ga- guy, some of the games that they won when Jimmy G was hurt with some of the quarterbacks they were winning those games with, yep. you're like, man, Kyle's a genius. Genius. Because <laughs> ain't no way they're supposed to be winning games with those Maybe guys. Maybe he's just a chip off the old block. Oh, he is. He, hey. Yeah, he might he might be more, a little bit more exotic. I don't know. He might be a little bit more exotic in the run game than his dad. Yeah, we were just a pitch and a toss, a, a handoff and a toss. We know, team. but you didn't have to get creative because you just <laughs> ran it right <laughs> down yeah. people's. We had, they, they don't have a TD and they didn't have a The offensive line is close now. They, their offensive. no, no, no. nah, nah, nah. They not close because they only got one guy. Uh, Trent Williams, probably only guy that's going to start for us. So, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody else starting. Uh, uh, they're not starting over Stink. No. Tommy Nayland went to like five or six Pro Bowls. We, we had T Bone at the right tackle yeah. doing that uh, that first Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, yes, yep. Yeah. The, offensive... the left
1: tackle, I can't remember. Gary Zimmerman, <laughs> oh, who a, two, oh, no. a two-time All-Decade yeah, player, okay. he's in the Pro Football Hall right. of Fame. There That's it.
2: <laughs> That's it. And we didn't we didn't do no chipping. We didn't do no, no nothing. Whoever was over there, be it DT or whoever it was, Zim got him. Keep it moving.
1: Next. <laughs>
0: Well, guys, Aaron Rodgers and Brock Purdy are now the only two quarterbacks since 1950 to have passer ratings of 115 or better in their first two starts. Wow. Not bad company for Brock Purdy.
1: Pretty good.
0: Let's get back to your Cowboys, Skip. Whew. After the Cowboys had to come back as 17 point favorites against the Texans this past weekend, now Dallas opens as a five and a half point favorite against the Jags this weekend. That spread dropped, though, to only three and a half points, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, how dangerous is this Jaguars game for Dallas?
2: Well, we see it last week. If you don't take your opponent serious, and the next thing you know, you give these guys confidence this late in the ball game, they find themselves in the ball game, and you look up, you're like, well, damn, they're not going anywhere right now. Yep. And that's what you suppose what you're supposed to do, Skip, if a team that just you're, you're better than, you come out there with a focus. And I, I I'm a firm believer in this. You respect everyone, you underestimate no one, and you, you'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. But when you start looking like, man, look at their record. Man, they can't go, and next thing you know, you're like, you fighting for your life yeah you, it's going to take a quarterback you're gonna to have to play perfect over the next five minutes for your quarterback to go 98 yards and get you into the end zone or you're about to lose this ball game mm-hmm. you know, but i think they 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 realize they've watched the tape on the jags and they see that the jags are a team that could beat them i don't think they took this texan serious enough and don't th- didn't think the texans could beat them i think they look at the jags and know the jags can beat them yeah because they're on the road and Trevor Lawrence, with those receivers, they can make plays against you. Uh, ATN, now he got a little nick last week. It'll be interesting to see if he's able
1: to go. Yeah, um, I, I think he will, but go ahead. They can run the
2: football, yeah. which has kind of been a problem here at, at some points in time in juncture during the season for the Cowboys. But, yeah, I think they're going to take these guys serious. Now, the Cowboys have won you know, a bunch of games in December going back to last year. The Jags need this victory in order to keep the pressure on the Tennessee Titans to yeah. win that division. Um, but for me, Skip, look. If the Cowboys – I agree with you. You said that you believe the Cowboys have started looking forward to the Eagles since they lost to the Eagles. Yep. And nothing else really mattered. Well, nothing's going to matter. You'll, you'll render the game against the Eagles obsolete if you were to lose this one. Yeah. Because they ain't no way they lose it because you guys got the game against the Eagles and then you're on the road the next two weeks. The Eagles are on the road against, Chicago, against you guys mm-hmm. this week and next week, and then they're home. Home. So – and I, I, don't believe, I don't believe they're going to lose. I don't believe they're going
1: to lose. They're home for the Saints and the Giants. Giants. I don't believe okay. they're
2: going to lose both of those. I don't believe they'll lose those games. I don't. Anything can happen is football, but I don't believe they'll lose. Uh, but that, I, I like Dak, the way he approaches that. Look, they ain't got nothing to do with anybody else. I mean, I just got to take care of the football. I just got to stop. I'm doing dumb things. I'm putting our teams in harm's way. We're playing too good a football in all other areas for me to do what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. So I like the fact that he's taking accountability. He didn't need to hear that from Jerry. He knows what he's doing wrong, and he's going to go out there and and, and correct it. But, yes, Skip, you you have to take your opponent serious because they have – even if they didn't have anything to play for, which they do, they got to keep pressure, this is a dangerous team because they'll fake punch you, fake field goal you. They'll go for it on fourth down the entire game. We ain't got nothing to lose. Nope. We're already supposed to lose. We're not going to the playoffs. So why not throw caution to the wind and make you play a mentally focused ball game for the entire ball game? Mm. Because that's what a team would do to you that that, that that really doesn't have anything to lose. But I think they're going to play it probably a little bit more square because they want to keep the pressure on the Tennessee Titans.
1: They because do. they still have an outside chance of winning this division. They're two back. Okay, They're five and eight. Tennessee has fallen now to 7-6. and six, Right. And we still have a whole lot of football to play. You do. And at the end of the line, they get to play Tennessee, I believe. Tennessee at comes home. to them, though. Yeah, at home. Yeah, at Jacksonville. Okay, here we go. I believe my Dallas Cowboy football season starts now. Okay. What have I seen the whole year? We've gotten to 10-3. and 3. We lost to Brady and company on opening night at home. That would have been your signature win at that point. Mm-hmm. We lost to the Eagles at the Eagles with Cooper Rush at quarterback. We hung in there 20-17 to 17 early in the fourth quarter, and then you know the rest of the story. We lost. Every other game that we've won, I just thought we should have won. Right. I-, I thought they were all, you need to take care of business, business, business and all those other games right. to get to 10-3. and 3. right. Now you have a setup game to get to what could be, should be the game of the year in the whole National Football League. But you need to go take care of one more piece of business that I think will be even harder to take care of than the Eagles game. I believe it'll be harder to beat Jacksonville Sunday than it will to beat the Eagles at home because they've been... Just spoiling for it for so long, and I've already booked it with you. I gave you three points. Now that game, we're going to talk about in a couple of minutes here. It's been bet down from three down to one. So Dallas is now a one-point favorite over Philly. It might be a pickle by the time it came next week. And what just happened with the Jags? We We, zigzag-jagged. All of a sudden, I look up, and we open as a a five-and-a-half-point favorite, and the bettors are jumping all over Jacksonville because it's been bet all the way down to three-and-a-half points. Why is that? Because Jacksonville has won three out of five. They've won, uh, what is it, uh, two of the last three, Mm -hmm. and they just went to Tennessee and destroyed Tennessee. They did. Uh, While my team required a 98-yard late drive, To survive the Texans and the betters are saying, I want me some of that, that five and a half. And all of a sudden it goes down to three and a half. Right. So now it starts. Now you can do something special. I, I think they're highly capable of winning out the Dallas Cowboys, but they have to go to Tennessee four days after right. Philly, which is going to be hard to get back up for it, especially if you do beat Philadelphia. Right. It's going to be hard to say right. in four days we got to go do that there to them. And Tennessee might need that game to annoy they the might. whole lot of Jacksonville. They might. And it's going to be a big night game, and it's probably, it go, it if I know cold. Nashville because I went to school there, it it probably be, pretty it cold. cold. It could yeah. be very cold. Yes. No, don't don't really know. It's kind of moderate somewhere yeah. in there, but what, whatever. And and then we have to finish at commanders, and that is no walk in the park, right. obviously. So, but but it's it's there. Can we win? The, yes, we can win every one of these games. But what's the oldest bromide in sports? It's not who you play, or grammatically correctly whom you play. I don't, it sounds bad, but <laughs> okay, but I'll I'll go with that. It's not whom you play, but. When. When. It, it doesn't matter. The who doesn't matter. The when matters. Because all of a sudden, the when is wrong place, wrong time with Jacksonville. Right. Because right before your eyes, they are coming of age. Right. They have caught fire. They, they are figuring it out. Right. Because they have a Doug Peterson who took the Eagles to and beat Belichick in a the Super Bowl. Bowl. Mm-hmm. And so they're believing in him. And they've been drafting so high, they're loaded with talent. And that young quarterback— uh, would you believe that over the last three games he he is graded as the best quarterback mm-hmm. in football because he's he's figured it out yeah you can just see it well we knew he had the, the ability yeah. right
2: he was he won a national championship as a true freshman. as a, a true a, freshman
1: a tr- true freshman and then we went through the whole spate of his quotes about does he really care about right. football that much i, I don't know to like me he looks like he's he's having the time of his life yes. right and i look at the receivers and i say Evan Ingram, is he he just came back to life because Mm -hmm. he he just dominated at Tennessee, and so you got him, and then I look down the rest of the way, and Christian Kirk and Zay Jones and Marvin Jones Jones. and Etienne, you've got weapons. Your defense is 15th in yards allowed, so it's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad, and all of a sudden it's playing at a much higher level, and I also saw the stat that in – in allowing sacks, they're fifth in the league in not allowing sacks. Right. So, so they're, they're high in defending the pass right. rush. And they got a mobile quarterback that can get away from he the rush.
2: He can. He's, what is he, 6'5"? He's a big kid. He's like 6'5", 6'6".
1: He's a, he's a big kid. Woo-hoo. And he can move. He can run. Yeah, he, he's athletic. We, we knew that. We right. just, it's just, does he care enough? Right. Well, it appears he does. Mm-hmm. Okay. All of a sudden, my pass rush has turned into a pass hush because there's a hush – in Dallas, Texas, right now, because it, they they go as the pass rush has taken right. them. I, I said it before the year, go as far as Micah carries them. Right now, not being carried, so are they in danger of losing this? Well, sure they are, yeah. because it, it took it took Dak. Just reaching deep. I, I it think, took you
2: 59 minutes and 30 hey, seconds to win the game yeah, on Sunday. Yeah,
1: because he'd thrown two awful picks, and then he reached deep down, man. Yeah. And he impressed me. Right. He just said, I, I got to do this. this. This is it, man. We cannot lose to the Houston Texans and he pulled a rabbit right out of his hat, pulled an ace right out of his sleeve, and 98 yards later, they barely survived the Houston Texans. He pulled that rabbit out of something other than his hat. Well, he did. You know what? I agree. (laughs) I I totally agree. He did. Just when you kind of least expected it, he did that. Right. And they did that. So there was no indication that said he would do that, uh -uh. considering the way he had played up until that point. Zero. Zero indication. Do I think they can win the game? I do. Mm I think it's going to be a close game. Right. I think it will go to the wire. I, I think the scoring will be somewhere in the 20s. Mm-hmm. And okay. so I, I'm going to go I'm going to go 24-21 Dallas in this game because – They win but don't cover. They don't cover. Okay. That would be a not cover. Okay. Yeah, at, at three and a half right now because, yeah, if I were better, especially if you'd give me five and a half, if yeah. you could have gotten that early yeah. whew, with the way Jacksonville is playing at home, I just think it's going to be a battle. And I do I, think – Half of the Cowboys' minds will be on the Eagles. I agree. I think it's going to be a very close ball game.
2: I'm leaning towards the Jags, man. I want to take it. with those three. Yeah. 26, 23, plus the, plus the three and a half I'm getting. You give me three and a half? No, I'm not going to give you any. Come I'm not going to get it. I, I, I just
1: picked it. You know I
2: just picked it you, not to cover. You have the most valuable franchise in all of sports, in all the world. Mm-hmm.
1: You know what? I'm not betting on this game because all I care about is the bet we already have Give on it. the next game. It won't even matter. I, I, I need this to be over with. You do. Really? I need them to just go, and it's it's like, <laughs> are we there yet? No, you're not there yet. You, you got it. You do, do realize this. if you lose this game, that other game won't matter. It, it matters, but it won't matter. Oh, it just matter to much. your pride. Huh? It, it you want to just like, okay. well, we beat you. Well, okay, well, let me give you the the downside to this. Okay. Okay, they're sitting at 10 and 3. What if – I'm going to knock on wood before I say this. Let's do worst-case scenario. Okay. What if my team loses out? Is it possible? Sure it is. I just told you how possible. At Jacksonville, Eagles, at Tennessee, at Washington, could they lose those left? Sure they could. Okay. But, but who 10, – 10, Ten and seven. I, I can't – the math is almost like mind-blowing. Yeah. Do, do they still make it? Yeah. Barely? Because I, that means
2: in order for somebody to pass them, that means uh, Detroit would have to win out, but they've already beaten Detroit. The, the, uh, I don't the Seattle. So I mean, who? The okay, Jets. But, but I mean, they, they haven't clinched a playoff spot yet. That, no, that means the the uh, Washington football team and the Giants. So it's going to come down to them because they've already beaten they've already beaten the Lions. So they own the tiebreak over to them because they beat them head to head. Seattle Seattle is done. So now it's going to come down if you were to lose out. Washington, and the Giants. Yep. You, got the, you get the uh, Washington football team again. So that game might come down, the last game of the season, might be determined
1: who goes to the playoffs. It just well might, okay? I still believe heart and soul in my team, but it starts right now. I need my team to go and win this game and show you we're that good. We, we can catch a team hot, and we can take care of them at their place. And then we'll be ready for the Eagles on Christmas Eve. Uh, if the Vikings win one more game, yeah.
2: Tampa, I believe Tampa's going to win the South. They'll be locked into the four seed. The five seed, which I believe you guys and you will not be disappointed with the five seed because I believe you guys will be obviously you'll be favored going to Tampa. Yep. That's that Skip.
1: That is the best scenario for you. Okay. But I'm just saying if you can guarantee me that 10 and seven gets in. Right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm doing worst case scenario. But but my point to you is I don't want worst case because I already predicted they're going to the NFC championship game. Well, the way you do that is you go, what, what would that, if you go plus four, uh, 14, 14, you, 14 and 14 three. And three. Yeah. That's what you go. Yeah. You go 14 and three and say, here we are, we're ready. You can't be better than 16 and one, l Eagles. You sure about it? You sure? You sure they won't trip up? Jayla Hurts already.
2: You uh, hear what y'all say? Oh, I'm system, huh?
1: You Watch sure, this system. You, you sure they won't cry Eagles cry against one of those opponents? Maybe. Really? Who knows?
2: Oh, so so you, who,
1: who you got beating them? Chicago? Andy Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Well, he is like uh, a top five-rated quarterback concur- hey. uh, according to Pro Football Focus. Hey. I would not write off the Giants in that last game. I just know this division. Did you not just... I have lived in this division my whole yeah. life. I know how it goes. Did you just not I see saw what happened? It and, and that's exactly why I'm not writing off the Giants. I, you, you can't, because that's what Philly is thinking. Did you see what just happened? Yes. You see what we just did to them? Yeah, I did. So, so is Phil, Eli coming back? Is Phil Sims or Eli coming back to play quarterback? Daniel Jones is coming back. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. He needs to thank you. Yeah, I'm just saying that you, in this division, you don't no, know. No, you hope it. You
2: think you're slick, you hope it. No, you don't I'm know. Slick. You do know.
1: You know, goodwill to Giants. Giants are done. 14 and 3. And if that happens to tie the Eagles at 14 and 3, guess who goes to the. Who wins the division, yeah, you guys? We do. Because we not- have a better division record. But they lost to the Commanders. You're not. Huh? Okay, I'm just saying we're going to the NFC Championship game. That's all I know. Uh, I don't know that. Yeah, good. Cause y'all probably gonna have to play the. E- uh, you might
2: have to play the Eagles the yeah. second round. Mm. You're gonna have a long, hard play. Yeah, the Eagles the second round. Yep. Jalen hurt. Mm. Put it again. This, hey, this is why I'm the MVP, mm. Michael, right here. Okay. What all I right. do to you,
1: 300 good. yard passing, all 120 right. yard rushing. We, we may see them twice more before this is over, and we'll be two and one against no. them. Y'all gonna yeah. see them
2: twice. Y'all see them once more. Mm. And then they're going to tail light. <laughs> that's all you're going to see is tail light because
1: they gone. Okay. Here we go. All I care about is I'm keeping my mind on Jacksonville. No, no, no. You, yeah. you, you You keep on talking about they can yeah. lose out, yeah. we can win out, and we go win the division. We're going to beat Jacksonville, and then it's on to Philadelphia. You hear that, Trevor? Yeah. You hear that, Trevor
2: Lawrence? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They're talking He's the B. reigning B. AFC
0: yeah. Player of the Week for the A. second B. Time B. The this season, guys. Oh. He's playing some good football right now. Oh. That game's coming up on back the back. NFL on Fox Sunday in the early slate. Okay, guys, talking about quarterbacks, Joe Burrow versus Tom Brady. Who's the better bet this weekend? we got to get your opinion on that on the other side of this break. <laughs>
1: begins here.
0: The World Cup final is set. Messi looking to bring back a world title for Argentina for the first time since 1986. But they'd have to dethrone Mbappe and the defending World Cup champions in France. Argentina takes on France this Sunday, 9 a.m. Eastern on Fox. Shannon, this is a massive match, obviously. (laughs) Who wins?
2: I'm gonna go with France. Are you? I want Mbappe. They um, okay. have an opportunity to do something that hadn't been done since '58 and '62. Those great Brazilian teams be back-to-back World Cup champs. Mm. So hey, I like Messi. It'd be
1: great, but nah. I'm gonna ride with France. Are you really? Yep. In honor of my all-time favorite San Antonio Spur, one of the great clutch shooters in the history of basketball, Manu Ginobili. What about Tony Parker? Uh, No, it's all Manu all the time. I am going with Argentina because I would love to see Messi go out a champion for once in the World Cup at age 35. He has been dominating, and some of those kids on Argentina who are going to replace him are on the rise. I, I just love the way they're playing. It is going to be great to watch. And Mbappe is sensational. He is the star of stars yep. to me. But I'm going with Argentina. Thank you. Both
2: he and Messi has five goals yep. in, the, in the World Cup. So yep. it's going to be interesting. I, I mean, if, if, if Messi were to pull this off, he'll be right there with Maradona. You would. Be right there. Because right now, nobody's bigger than Maradona in Argentina, mm. not even Messi. Nope. But if he were to pull this one off, Skip, I think he's right there with him, neck it's and neck. huge. Yep.
0: It is going to be a match for the ages, that's for sure. All right, guys, and this is going to be a good matchup, too. Joe Burrow versus Tom Brady. Burrow and the Bengals, three-and-a-half-point road favorites against Brady and the Bucks. That, according to FoxBet Sportsbook, the Bengals on a five-game win streak. Bucks coming off a 28-point loss. Shannon, which way would you bet this game?
2: Probably I would take the bucks and the point. Would Would you really? At home, I would take the bucks and the point. Really? Because I don't know the status (sighs) of T. Higgins. Uh, Tyler uh, Boyd says he wants to play, but he got okay, a bone.
1: They have been practicing. I know a bone came through his finger. finger. I mean, and he said, with...
2: well, I still got my legs, but you don't catch the ball with your legs. You catch yeah. the ball with your hands. But they've both been and, practicing. Yeah, but they're, they're kind of limited. So yeah. it'll be very interesting. And Hendrickson, who's their best defensive player, Skip, has a broken wrist. Yeah. Now, I don't see how he's going to
1: be able to play with a broken know. wrist. But, but they keep saying he's game time, but we'll he see. He ain't no game time. Yeah. He ain't playing a no broken wrist.
2: Now, if it's a Super Bowl, Skip, I believe it would be a game time decision. Mm. But not in the regular season game. Um, I probably I probably would take the Bucks and the points. Um, but, Skip, the Bucs just have a hard time scoring. That offense has just been anemic. It has been. I mean, two games. They have two games in which they've scored 22 or more points. They lost both of them. They scored 22 against the Ravens. They lost. They scored 31 against the Chiefs. They lost by 10. They scored 21 in the other win. so it's been like. It's like pulling teeth trying to get them to score points, especially once they get the ball into the red zone. Because now Skip, because Alvin Taylor checked down and this and that, you got. In order for the the Bucks to win this game, Skip Brady's going to have to push the ball down the field. Yeah, he might be a little sore than he
1: normally is because he's going to take some shots. He will, but he's got to push the ball. Remember, he took the most shots at San Francisco right. last week. Go right. ahead. Right,
2: but you but you got as, as you see. The little swing passes and the bubble screen yep. and the jailbreak screen is just not cutting it. Mm-mm. So you've got to throw, at, at this point in time, you've got to throw caution to the wind and push the ball down the field a little more. Hey, if you got to bring Scotty Miller, say, Scotty Miller, hey, bro, you got to get behind him. I'm going to throw you a ball. I'm going to throw you four deep balls. I need correct. you to come
1: down with one. I, I would agree with you.
2: Mike that. Evans, I'm going to throw you three. Yep. I'm going to need you to come down with that, one of them. I
1: agree. So yeah. I'd like would, to say, Julio, I'd throw you three. He didn't practice all week with a bad knee, so I, I don't even right. know about him.
2: I do think the 28-point tw- the loss, Skip, it left a bad taste in the book's mouth. I think they're going to be chomping at the bit to get there. Well, I thought they were going to
1: be chomping at the bit at San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. well, hold wait, hold on. Is it chomping or champing at the bit? Uh, champing is the right way, but nobody says <laughs> yeah, it.:
2: Exactly. Okay. Jeff, uh, my, my former coach uh, at, at CBS, yeah. JB, because I heard him say champ- said, No, it's chomping at the bit. He said, no, nah,
1: not theoretically. It's, it's the other way. Well, it's like who or whom, but who says whom? <laughs> who nobody. says whom? Nobody says it. All right. So here's what Brady's up against. Last week, he goes to San Francisco and plays easily the best team in the NFC right now. Right. Albeit with a rookie quarterback who played like Joe Montana. No, they're not the best team. They're not better than the Eagles. I just think they're better. Better than the Eagles? I absolutely do. With that firepower. Everywhere I look, I see weapons. On both sides of the ball, everywhere they just look better. That than quarterback the ain't the weapon. Jalen Hurts is the weapon. Okay, I got it, and and I'm the biggest Jalen Hurts fan. But I just I see, and you just talked about what a genius Kyle is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, I, they are cooking, man. Right. Okay, but whatever, they are really good. Yes. So Brady. Back-to-back, back, how, how many scheduling quirks hit you like this one? So you have to go to San Francisco and deal with them, and then you get to come home and play what I think is the best team in the AFC right, right now. Right. And you go back-to-back back against them. If I were a betting man like I was once upon a time, three and a half? Are you kidding me? I would take this and run with it with the
2: You would give them the three points,
1: three and a half. Would I? I think think they're going to win by 14. It may be 17. I think Joe Burrow might be able to name the score. And I give you your two injury X factors because – I don't know. But that little Trent Irwin, every time I see him undrafted out of Stanford, he catches touchdown passes oh, yeah. because Joe Burrow is just operating at a high level right now. He is slicing and he is dicing. And you can have T. Higgins and you can have uh, Boyd. Tyler Boyd, but there's this other guy, and okay. he's healthy. Uh, yeah. yeah, He is healthy. Well, they ain't got no answer for Chase. him now. Huh? They ain't got no answer for him no, now. They got no answer because I'm looking at the walking wounded on defense, and I have no idea who's going to suit up or show up for the Bucks on defense because – it is decimated on defense right now, and it sounds like Vita Vea is out, and obviously Shaq Barrett's gone for the year, and it's try and tried to get. He was limited at practice, but I don't know if he can go, and the secondary is wounded everywhere. I don't know. Joe Burrow is going to have a name-the-score field day well, at Tampa Well, Bay.
2: if Vita Vey is out and that offensive defensive line is banged up, Joe Mixon's going to have a field day. Okay, Joe
1: Mixon and, and, and Pirine. That, that's a loaded <laughs> football team. I picked him to win the AFC, and I thought maybe this might be a Super Bowl preview, but not not this way. So, again – What's happened to Brady's offensive line? Well, th- there's only one starter left from last year. And obviously, Marpet retired, and he was a Pro Bowl player last year. And Ryan jensen has been out, and he was a Pro Bowl player last year. And Alex Kappa was a premium free agent and is now protecting Joe Burrow. And Tristan Wirfs has been gone. He he, he tried to go a little bit in practice. Maybe he's going to try to go, but I doubt it. Right. I- I'm going to doubt it. So. It leaves you only one starter from last year. And guess what? Donovan Smith leads the NFL in penalties. Yeah. He leads the NFL. Well, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know if Trey Henderson can or can't go. It might not even matter. Okay? So there's little to no protection the way Brady got protected last year. And to your point, look, he's 45 years of age. Yeah. If, if he doesn't see it, read it, see it, and fire it immediately, he's going to ball it yeah. because he doesn't want to take those. Mm-hmm. He took eight quarterback hits, which was by far the most he has taken. He was under pressure 25% of the time. At, that was at San Francisco. Right. 25% of the time by the far the most last week. Right. Well, if you get a repeat – He's gonna have a hard time. He's been having a hard time anyway. Mm-hmm. So what's happened at receiver? Obviously, Gronkowski ain't walking through that door. Right. So you're trying to, to make do with Kate Otten. And you like Kate Otten, but he's a rookie. Yeah. And and he's not Gronkowski. And then A B obviously melted melted down in and uh, you know, sort of on and off the field, and right. he's out and gone. And Julio was supposed to be the right. replacement. And Julio didn't practice, as I just mentioned. Right. And he just hadn't contributed very much because he hasn't been healthy enough to right. contribute. So all of a sudden, you, you look at the receivers and you say, Mike Evans and Brady, they love each other, but all of a sudden, they've gone Baker, Mayfield, and Odell, mm-hmm. where I don't know what's happened. I know they love each other. Baker loved Odell, loves Odell, yeah. but they did not They, got no rep- they really do have no a whole lot of rapport. rapport. And I don't know why. Is Mike be- banged up? You know, Is yeah. Brady banged up? The, the, their, their psyche is banged up right now. I just don't th- – this feels like a mismatch right. to me. Right, I, I don't – I can't make any case. Running game, Tampa Bay, dead last in the league in running game. Okay, so you're up against Mixon and P. Ryan Well, if they want to just keep the ball away from Tom Brady, but they don't even need to keep the ball away from Tom Brady, just throw it to Jamar Chase <laughs> and pile up some points. I mean, seriously, th- this feels like – it feels a little like last week, but could it be like thirty five to fourteen no. in that ballpark? I don't think yeah. I don't think Tom Brady can gonna go allow that to happen at home this I week. I don't know, man. I don't know. I c I can't see it. I can't make any case. I, I'm not I, I can't latch on to something and say, Well they could do that. Right. Because this defense hadn't been stopped. But it's going to be a
2: low-scoring game, Skip, because I haven't seen anything that would make me believe that the the Bucs can get to 24, they can get to 28 points, because I've only seen them get to 22 twice
1: this year. Okay, what have you seen anybody keep Joe Burrow to a low-scoring game? Help me out. I I don't see it. He, He is operating at a supremely high level. You think he gets to 27? No, I just said 35. 35? Yeah, heck yes. Against this defense, they are listen. It's decimation. But by the end of the San Francisco, well, after one quarter of the San Francisco game, they were down six starters on defense. And remember, they're missing JPP, and they're missing Sue, Shaq. and and Shaq Barrett is gone. Mm-hmm. So help, I I just don't see it. And for, for whatever reason, Todd Bowles has not blitzed much. And the the two mainstays, the 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 two. Weapons you have on defense are those two linebackers right. sitting right in the middle, right, right,
2: right. And, I, and and I, I, I think uh, uh, the forty-five. I think what's uh, it? Uh, uh, Levante? David. No, no, David uh, the fifty-four.
1: Uh,
2: uh, I forget David White. David White. Yeah, okay, yeah. He hadn't had his best season this no, year.
1: No, he hadn't. He's been quiet. He's missed he's a lot of tackles.
2: Yeah. He's missed, he's 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 blown some assignments. Yeah. And he has not had his finest hour this year. I, I would agree. And it's hard, Skip, when you know you don't generate a pass rush. Just in, in your back end has to hold up because I don't think those guys in the back end are great. I love Winfield Jr. I actually think he might be their best player. He's he most instinctive. He can thump. He's good in pass coverage. They got him covering the slot a lot. He does a lot
1: for that secondary. I got But when it. you don't get a rush. All right. So Devin White to me is the best pass rusher they have. Right. Well, you you almost have to mic him. You you almost have to say D- go yeah, go Micah yeah, Parsons. He, yeah. you, you have to stand him up and let him rush the passer. Yeah. Well, he's better.
2: He's better in, in at rushing the quarterback than in pass coverage. He is because no. he gets lost with I linebackers
1: and tight. I and mean, I'm no, with excuse running backs and tight ends. Right. And my my last point is about Brady. The only time I have seen this offense cook is when they go two minute drill, no huddle, right. fast break. Mm-hmm. And they went up and down the field on the Saints and took my breath away. Remember, they had two long drives. Right. It was all no huddle. Right. Then I said to you, "Well, can I see some no huddle at San Francisco in the first quarter?" And you're like, "Well, you're going to gas the receivers." Okay. <laughs> well, I get it, but but it's the only way it seems to start to percolate is if you just tell Brady J- just just go, right. just call the plays yourself, and just wing it, just let it just rock and fire, right? Yeah. Okay. So, will I see some no huddle this time? I doubt it. But they don't seem to want to resort to anything.
2: Well, you might see some
1: right before the half. Well, that's, <laughs> that's about well, it. I'd like to see some right before the end of the game because that would mean they actually but have But you a
2: shot. also do know when you go no huddle, that means you're emptying the backfield. That also means that your offensive line, which you don't have a whole lot of confidence no, in, no. got to be
1: really, really good. Yeah, because you're empty. Yes. Right? Yeah. No, I got it. And I don't think you want Brady to take any more hits than he's taken over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think Brady's going to have a long, hard day against a young, quote-unquote, Brady. Okay.
0: Absolutely. The Cincinnati Bengals offense, guys, averaging 29.8 points per game on this current win streak. So that battered Bucks defense has their work cut out Mm -hmm. for them. All right, gentlemen, the Lakers, you think they're about to go on a win streak for Christmas? We're going to get into the details Mm -hmm. when we come back right here on FS1. Over now to the Hardwood, the Lakers, 11 and 16. They're tangling with the Nuggets tonight. They then face the Wizards, Suns, Kings, Hornets, and the Mavs on Christmas Day. Shannon, through these six games, what is the Lakers' record at the end?
2: The worst, the worst, the absolute worst we're going to be is 4 and 2. 4 and 2? That's the worst we're going to be on this record. Hey, well, what's
1: the best you're going to be? I think we get 5 and 1. Five and one. Five and so one. So is that your prediction? Five yeah, and one? Five and one, I'm it predicting. Says Shannon Chuck we're
2: again. playing good ball. We're playing good ball skill. We <laughs> uh-huh. just got to find ways to close these games out. That is correct. They're one and two in, in games decided by three points or fewer. And you got to improve in that situation. The Lakers have the league worst, 35 minus 35 in clutch rating situation. Mm. So close ball game, last five minutes of the ball game, they're the absolute worst. They're 30th in defense of the offensive clutch. So they don't, they don't. They don't do really good in the offensive set, and they don't stop anybody on the defensive end of the basketball, mm-hmm. on the defensive end of the court. So with that being said, I think D. Hampson, look, I, hey, look at what we got. There, I don't believe they're t- a team that has two better players than what we got. I'm going to need my role play. I'm, I'm going to need a little bit more from you. Austin Reed, I'm going to need a little bit more.
1: You huh? mean n- not a team that you're going to play in these six? Oh, no,
2: no, team in the NBA.
1: Okay. What,
2: to, right. what, what team could say they got two better players? The only thing that's comparable probably would be maybe Brooklyn with Kyrie and KD Uh, or Boston with Tatum and Brown. That's it. Nobody else got that. I mean, you got Giannis, but Giannis and Middleton or Giannis and Holiday ain't better than these two. So with that being said, we're going to lean on them. But I need need the role players to give me a little bit more. Give me a little bit more.
1: You know what? I, I agree with your premise. I'm racking my brain now. But I agree with your premise that, and I've been telling you, I keep looking on paper at your Lakers, mm-hmm. and I say, LeBron's still playing at a high level. Extremely. He's he's a top 10 player. Yes. AD stretches has been a top five player, mm-hmm. but, but he's at least in, in top the, 10 in the big picture, he's a top 10 player. Yeah. So who else has two top 10s? Well, KD and Kyrie are. Okay. I, I never know about their mindset or their desire level or what. I don't know if people will say Kyrie is top 10.
2: Um. But I do know Kevin Durant is a top 10 player. Yeah. So when you factor in Giannis and Steph and KD and Joel and B and Nikola Jokic and Luka Doncic, LeBron, uh, 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 Jason Tatum, yeah. Anthony Davis, those are I, those are 10. I think that's 10 I named off the top of my head. Yeah. I think Ky- Kyrie is uh, slightly outside of
1: that group. But... Those two guys, yeah, there's I mean, no there, there was a time, I'd say Embiid and Harden are top ten, but right, Harden's but Harden, no Harden longer is a top yeah, ten. Yeah, no. Embiid is definitely a top Absolutely. ten. Absolutely. Steph is definitely a top, top 10. ten. But he, Clay, maybe once upon a time, that, time, but I don't know. No, right, Nobody no, no, can not, come not, right, along with him. Right. And I keep looking around. You know, you got Luka as the MVP Look, favorite, but who else? Well, that's honest. the whole point. No, but I mean in oh, Dallas. Okay, okay, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no. All right, so I buy into your premise. Nobody has two top tens the way you have two top tens. And you throw in the runaway sixth man of the year, Russell Westbrook, who's right. been like a godsend. Like, I, I've i never seen anybody fall so fast as he did last year or rise so fast as he has this year. Correct. And now the story is they're not going to trade him. No. Nah. And you're cool with that, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm good and, with that. And you are, you are impressed. You are excited by the way Russell Westbrook has been contributing, especially – to AD because he's leaving him a lot of balls. He, he, he just attacks yep. and just drops it on the floor the way he used to do in Oklahoma City for Steven Adams. Yes. And boom, boom you, you get an easy bucket. Right. You get a dunk. You get a layup. You get, you, you, you get little trashy baskets, right. you know? All right. So the point is, you've got three first ballot Hall of Famers mm-hmm. playing at pretty high levels. Right. Yet. You don't blow anybody out. Nope. You, you play all close games, mm-hmm. and I don't doubt that these six games, that, that uh, you got two gimme's in there. By the way. What is it? Washington. Washington what, what Do you realize Washington's lost eight straight games? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's we, at home? We, it's your, but. Okay, and then you get Charlotte at home, and they have the worst record in all the NBA right, right. now. Okay, so but the
2: Lakers, but the Lakers will the bull, bull job around with them you think and, so? and, and, and you know they'll have a jump out to a, a 10 15 point lead they'll all of a sudden think that the globe tro to and one and they'll start jacking up bad shots and Charlotte get back in the ball game and somehow they'll probably end up winning by two or three
1: okay but I'm gonna give you those two games right
2: I I think they're give mes yeah we had seven we had 17 point lead against Indiana we had a
1: 13 point lead the other night against Boston you did all right I'm not going to give you any of the other games because they will probably be close games, and you don't have a closer. You just don't, and I don't know why. LeBron tries and and can't close it, and then... it, it's like A.D. might be your closer, but, but they they don't sort of go to him down we did. the stretch. They went to him. We gave him the ball. He got fouled. And he he okay. didn't and make he the free missed, throw. Okay, yeah. well, that's true. But I'm, I'm talking about going to him like five straight times yeah. where you just say, you slam this door, right. right? I don't see that happen. And it got so bad in overtime the other night. LeBron's just saying, okay, Russ, you do it. Yeah. And Russ makes the first two buckets of the of the overtime, mm-hmm. and you, you go up four, and then they let Russ shoot three straight jump shots because Boston's daring him to shoot. Right. At, LeBron's actually daring him. You, you, just go ahead. Go ahead mm-hmm. and shoot it. And he misses all three of them in a row. I think we have them right here. And all of a sudden, you, you basically get blown off the floor in overtime at home by a team that you had down 13 with, with under four minutes to go in the game. Okay, so help me out. How are you going to beat? These are your games. You got Denver at home. Denver is 17 and 10. They're 9 and 7 on the road, so that's pretty good, right? We're going to beat them tonight. That's tonight, right? I I got Denver in that game. Okay. All right, because Yoki just only put up 43 the other night. Well, you make it seem like AD put up 10. He put up 37 and 12. Okay, but it seems to come like. All uh, over time, except crunch time, you, you can't get them in crunch. You can't get them when you need them. Well, we go, we gonna get this. I, I keep telling you, I pick up your box score and look at it. Well, and if I didn't know the final score, I'd say, oh, you won this one by twenty.
2: Well, if Lokeris put up forty-three tonight we, against Anthony Davis, we are gonna lose.
1: Okay, all right. And then the next on the list, past Washington, is at Phoenix. I, I just don't. That's back to back. I don't think you can win back to back at Phoenix because I don't think LeBron can play or will play a back to back, right? You're right. I don't even know if AD will play back to back. Well, that's that the one we're gonna
2: lose then? Okay. We lose the
1: back to back. And then th- this is gonna be a swing game at Sacramento. Trust me, that's no walk in the park. Sacramento,
2: Sabonis is playing. Uh, hey. He's playing really well.
1: Hey. Whew.
2: He had a twenty twenty five game the other day.
1: Yeah. And they're fifteen and twelve, but they're eight and four at home. I, I just don't think you can win that game. You're gonna I- win it. Th- that's your swing game, and th- then you get the gimme at sh- uh, Charlotte at home, but. Dallas we're on gonna do Christmas? A number, we're going to do a number on Luca. Are you going to do a number? You love Luca. I do. Okay. So Dallas right now is is 500 team. They're 14 and 14. But at home, they're very good. I think they're 11 and 3 at home. Okay. So on Christmas, it's By what, Christmas Day or is it Christmas night? I don't know if it's the later
2: uh, day. I think it's day. Christmas Day yeah, is okay. Sunday. All right. So they're about to be 11 and 4 at home. Okay. If somebody don't get them before we do, because whatever they whatever they are when we get them, you add you're another one to the L collar.
1: On Christmas, you're gonna get Luca. That's at our home. criminal Okay. You you call him baby bird, you say he is the MVP, and every time I hear he doesn't have help, I look up and Hardaway or somebody's draining threes yeah. from everywhere, right?
2: They 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 got some guys that can shoot the three. When they get hot, Hardaway Jr., uh, Bullock can make threes, Kleber can make threes, uh 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 Penny Smith can make the three. Christian Wood has been unbelievable. He's been unbelievable. unbelievable. Coming off the bench. bench,
1: yeah, coming off the bench. I think you just made the case you're going to lose that game. No, we're not. So I'm going to give you two and four in this stretch. We're going to be at. Didn't I just tell you that worst you, case was you, four and two? You, you tried. You tried okay. to tell me, That's but you case. didn't
2: convince me. Okay, two cases. will be four and two at least. Four and two? Four and
1: two. Okay, and I'll look, take two cases on sorry. That. See how I did that? You, you got I, I see how I, you I, I, did that. I was, I
2: was, I was going to bet you uh, yeah. two cases for five and one, yeah. but since you took the four If and you two, want to make the two cases eggnog, I'll make
1: them eggnog. Whatever. I don't even <laughs> drink <laughs> eggnog. I don't either. But. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two cases of the Breakfast of Champions, four Diet Mountain two. Dew, right? Four and two. That's all we got to okay. do? Four and two. I all th- you got to I th- do? thought you was going to say six and oh. Really? That's a walk in the park right there. Really? Four and two? Four and two. I don't know. Okay, I, I hope you're right. I, I want the Lakers to stay relevant, and they need to go four and two to we stay relevant. relevant. No, you're not. We're relevant. You, you're so relevant. You're 11 and 16 relevant. Four two. Right. So we're gonna be close to five. We'll be close to five hundred. <laughs> you said you're going to five hundred. Well, that that's not going to get you home. The only way to get to five hundred or above five hundred, you're gonna have to sweep this. Well. No, no, no. Skip, Rome was built in a day. No. We ain't trying to get 500 overnight. Rome? Systematically, step oh. by step, brick by I, brick. I, I don't need Rome. I need, like, Culver City,
0: right? <laughs> 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 ah, you, yeah, you got today. 17, yeah, got 17 and 10. Yeah. Third in the Western Conference, it's a tough team for the Lakers to rebound <laughs> against. By the way, I love it that y'all are getting some juke going this morning. Yeah, I
2: got it. I, I called call it, call a- it, y'all it y'all nappy.
0: Y'all in the holiday spirit. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, speaking of the holiday spirit, will Cowboys-Eagles on Christmas Eve be the game of the year? Yeah. Skip and Shannon unpack that on the other side of this break. cowboys and the eagles squaring off on christmas eve on fox next week dallas was a three-point favorite according to fox bet sportsbook now though only one point favorites shannon prediction time go ahead what's your early take on this game
2: uh, I'm rocking with the Eagles. I don't get caught up in the spread because the team that's the underdog doesn't get the points to start the game. It's not like the Eagles start with a one point, at least one nothing when they step on the field. So the the, the, the spread does nothing for me. I, I, I know, but
1: you, you can see the betters are backing you. Yeah, They're, they're, yeah, they're yeah. saying
2: Shannon's right about this game. But the Eagles don't care nothing about the better. No. The, the Eagles believe they just have the better team. And it's a division game. Mm-hmm. But Skip, when you look at the Eagles and what they've done, they don't turn the ball over. The 10 turnovers are the fewest in the NFL, the top third and fewest penalty yards, they lead the league in first downs one of seven teams that have converted at least nah, 19 fourth downs so if they get you fourth down they don't have a problem going for it because they convert a lot of those things they're good on third down they, they get the ball into the red zone they score uh, that drives normally end in points. So they're a very, very good football team offensively. And we know what they can do. They can get after your quarterback. They lead the league in, uh, 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 sacks. They got two very good defenders on the outside and on the secondary and Slay and Brad the fourth. So they're a very, very solid football team from top to bottom. They're good. The special teams, the return games, uh, the, the kick coverage games. Uh, leaves a lot to be desired. That's mm-hmm. I think you can probably take advantage of that. And they've shown a propensity in some at some point in time during games to give up chunks of run. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know when Jordan Davis is coming back, but that seemed to have happened once he went out of the lineup. Yeah. Once he gets back, that's probably gonna get shored up. They signed Limbell Joseph. They signed uh and Sue, they and they've been pretty good. Uh, uh coming in that just juncture of the game. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Hurst has been fantastic. As of right now, he's the MVP. Uh and I have I don't see anything Happening this week to deter- to get me off that perch, um, second a t- total touchdowns behind Mahomes, 3,100 passing yards, twenty-two touchdowns, ten rush touchdowns. Skip, he legit, he he's, he's, he's good. So I'm going regardless of the points, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Eagles. Mm. Leaning toward you already
1: picked them, right? Yeah, you already gave me three and a half. I gave you three. I I did not give you any halves. I gave you three points, and I feel real good about it. I have booked it. I have guaranteed it. Okay. I'm good with it. Keep that energy. I'm keeping it because the energy will belong to the Dallas Cowboys on that day in that stadium on Christmas Eve. It's going to be Christmas get even. Okay. That's what's going to happen. My team has been waiting for this game for a long time. My team will play its best game of the year in this game. I just hope my team plays well enough to win at Jacksonville. However, by one point or four points or nine, I don't care what it is. By a half point at Jacksonville, I just need them to win that game, however it happens. Right. But this game will be the game. And I warn you. Tyron Smith is going to be back for the Jacksonville game. And but they're going to move in the right tackle, right? He has volunteered a first ballot Hall of Famer, I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. uh, at left tackle, has said, uh, I can do that. And they said in practice, he's been dominating at right tackle. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes it fly now. I was talking about fly Eagles, How about fly cowboys fly? Because all of a sudden, my offense might fly because Tyler Smith, the rookie, has been a flat-out revelation at left tackle. So – Tyron Smith is saying, let the kids stay. Let him do he's, mm-hmm. he's more comfortable over there, right? Yeah. You, you don't want to move him into left guard. And you've got Jason Peters now as your swing tackle who can play. He played right tackle in the 98-yard yeah. drive and did fine. And he can play he got, guard. And he can play guard. So he can mix and match. I don't know. Maybe against the Eagles he starts at left guard in place of Connor McGovern. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But all of a sudden, I'm seeing my line look dominating. My running backs are both special. I know Zeke's maybe on his last legs more of a plow horse, but Tony Pollard is a breakout star who doesn't get nearly enough acclaim. And I know the Eagles, you can already have the best rushing attack in football, but it's not much, if any, better than what I have. And my quarterback, you said going into the year, was the best quarterback in the division. Yeah. Well, now it's Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And yet, I believe my quarterback will play his best game against the Eagles on Christmas Eve. Well, that's the only chance you got. You better hope he plays his best game. Well, he will. He will play his best game. And the silver lining to Micah Parsons speaking out against Jalen Hurts and then doubling down against Jalen Hurts yesterday is he has effectively called himself out. Mm -hmm. He has effectively written a check that he has to catch because he wrote it. It's not that somebody else wrote the check for him. He just wrote a big old check with lots of zeros on it, right? Mm -hmm. Like – Seven places kind of right. check. Yes. And you got to go cash this check yourself. And mostly you got to cash it against the Eagles. And I believe he will rise and shine the brightest against the Eagles. So I love how this is shaping up as long as they can get past and out of Jacksonville with a win.
2: I just believe, Skip, the, the Eagles from top to bottom, offense, defense, special teams, have a better team than the Cowboys. Um the defenses are very comparable, but I think the offense. I think the Eagles' offense is is really is, is a lot better than the Cowboys mm. because they can because their receivers, the receiving core. I think AJ Brown is better than 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 CD. I think Devontae Smith is better than your second your second receiver. I think Watkins and and and, and Gainwell. I think they're better. You look at Sanders; they can do a lot of things in the court. You mentioned the quarterback, the offensive line is better. So from an offensive standpoint, is I don't think it's close. Mm. Defense is okay. Close. If you, you say Cowboys are better, I'm not going to fight you. you say the Eagles are better, I'm not going to fight you. Mm-hmm. But there's, no, there's nothing that, you can, that can convince me that you can say that the Cowboys have a better
1: offense than what the Eagles. We signed a little receiver at age 33 the other day named T.Y. Hilton, and they are raving about him just because a lot of the Colts and ex-Colt coaches and Andrew Luck are raving about yeah. him. It sounds almost like he's a 33-year-old Jerry Rice, right. not the same you're, kind of receiver. Pra- but right? you talk about practice, uh, not the
2: game. No not way. nothing else he did in the game. Practice.
1: I'm not even talking about practice. I'm, t- I'm talking about what he did in games as a four-time Pro Bowler Man, in the- Indy. Skip, that was so long ago, bro. 33. I don't think he's washed.
2: I didn't say he was washed, yeah. but I'm saying the numbers that he put up, he hadn't had a thousand-yard receiving season since 2018.
1: What if suddenly he starts looking like Devontae? Huh? <laughs>
2: Devontae who? W- the, the,
1: the one not the, the one, the one w- in Oakland. Not the, the, not the, the one in the, Vegas. The one in Philly,
2: right? Oh, Devontae. Okay, Devontae Smith. Okay, yeah. I thought you were talking about
1: Devontae. No. I'm like, huh? No, as a second. What if he rises into second status? Okay. Here? I
2: right? I, I, w- I wish him the best. Now, what you think? That's like that's you think that's likely
1: after being on his couch the whole I, time? I, I don't know. I'm going by what they're talking about, and they are raving about him like he's the all-time steal. Skip, you do realize that when they saw him, he was in the shorts and t-shirts, He was. going against nobody. I, I, well, I kept telling you. Well, he sat on his couch. Yeah. The whole offseason. Then he sat on his couch for September, October, November. For 12 November. weeks. <laughs> okay. 12 and, weeks. and they're saying, we stole him. I don't know. I'll take it. Hey, CeeDee Lamb, you keep underestimating. We're going to do a topic about him right. in a few minutes here. He, he will outplay A.J. Brown on Christmas Eve. No, He just he won't. will. He is capable of.
2: You know, when is, when, is those, when is those capabilities going to be in actuality?
1: Mm. On Christmas Eve? You know, potential. It only it means is you hadn't done no, anything he, yet. He is that dude, and he no. will be that guy. He he will be the receiver of that game. You watch. I I'm booking it. I'm booking AJ. Yeah. I bet you AJ have a better game. No, he will not. I'll bet you that right Case now. Okay, so do. Okay. How, what do you call better game? Just better numbers? Yeah. Okay. Well, what if he gets more targets? That's not that fair. That
2: don't matter. You, you got AJ's the number one. is the number one. Okay. It ain't my problem that your guy, you and you, your, your guy, don't have a connection like Jalen Hurts and, and AJ. Okay.
1: So are you doing it on just sheer yards or touchdowns or what? We can do whatever you want. We can the eye test. Eye test. Eye te- Well, that's the, I don't trust your eyes. <laughs> 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 what do you want to base it on? You want yards catches? What do you want? Let's do. Let's do yards. Just who has the most yards receiving in that game? I'll do it for one case. But what, right
2: if, now. what if okay? What if CD has eighty-five yards, and 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 AJ Brown has sixty-five yards and two touchdowns? Who had the better game? CD.
1: <laughs> well, that's what I just said.
2: I'm going with that. No, I don't no? want to bet. No, no, no. no. Okay, all right. Give me sixty-five
1: Next. yards and two touchdowns right. as opposed to eighty-five yards and no touchdowns. Okay. I still say my defense is a little better. I've said it from day one. It's a little better than Philly's defense, and I still say my team actually came away with a little bit of a moral victory at Philadelphia because with not in pro sports with its backup quarterback, it's twenty to seventeen early in the fourth quarter. And then what they do? And and guess what? We were down twenty to nothing, and all of a sudden Cooper Rush brought them back, scoring seventeen unanswered points. And the
2: score? What was the final score? 26 to 17. And guess what? So that thing, they, they took off on your defense.
1: They did. That defense that you said that was better, It was. Jalen Hurts took off on them. It wasn't better that night. That was Sunday night at Philadelphia, and it was my backup quarterback. Now I've got Dak back in the saddle.
2: Now we, now we got to put a in your starting quarterback. Yep. Well, can No problem. You? Yeah. You,
1: no problem. Three months ago, you would have said no. Uh, no, 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 no. You no, would have no, picked no. my starting quarterback, well, right?
2: Yeah, but you know what? I got new information. You Jay Jayla
1: Hurt Jayler Hurts goes with it. Looks like an MVP. So yeah. well, he is the MVP and he's going to win MVP. He's not going to win on that night. Yeah, he's gonna win it. This is it. you gonna win it. Sunday at Jerry World, Christmas Eve. A little early present for me. mm yep. That's a Saturday game, huh? Mm-hmm. hmm Yeah. And then we gotta turn around in it five days and go to Tennessee. Oh, that, that's another you know.
2: And with mm. all
0: the chatter, even though we didn't mean to ignite it, that Micah Parsons has started, this one's going to get good, y'all. Yeah. I'm looking to the days Already leading good. up to the game as well.
2: Already Ooh. good.
0: All right. Gentlemen, we got to react to the roughing the passer call that had Twitter all fired oh, up last night. Well, yeah, yeah, we got to do it, though. We're going to break everything down for you. Coming up next right here on FS1. a little Thursday night football, shall we? Geno Smith tossing an interception that was returned for a touchdown against the 49ers last night. However, this play, it gets called on back. Nick Bosa called for roughing the passer and that call, whoo, that got folks across the social media sphere fired up. Shannon, right or wrong call? Well,
2: that's a wrong call. That's a bull jive call. And now, Skip, they're talking about possibly disqualifying the the, the offender. I, look, NFL. I get it. You want to protect the quarterbacks, but I want to see Miles Garrett. I came to see Miles Garrett sack the quarterback. I came to see Nick Bosa and, and the Michael Parsons. I saw. I came to see an Aaron Donald get these guys on the ground. Mm-hmm. So you're going to further handicap the defense. You've already made it virtually damn near impossible for them to do their job. So now you want to handicap the defense even more by possibly disqualifying the guy. Come on. What am I supposed to do? I mean, the one on Grady Jarrett, come on. We saw Jalen Phillips just last week get a rough in the. Play. Chris Jones got one against Derek Carr. Come on, NFL. I understand you want to protect the quarterback, but at what cost? You put up, now you got people thinking, oh, that guy's really, really good. No. Do you just imagine the numbers that the quarterbacks, the Montanas, the Elways, the Marinos, could have put, put up. Had they had these rules where you could only hit him in his letters, you couldn't hit him below his waist, you couldn't hit him in his head, you couldn't dri- pile drive him into the ground. Come on, mm. it is skip, it is still football, it is still tackle football, it is a, it's not a contact sport, it's a collision sport mm. where you got big men running into bigger men
1: at a high rate of speed. Yep. NFL, come on, NFL, damn. Mm. Okay, but I think I hear you saying change the rule, correct? Yes, I mean, Skip, I mean, they've made it
2: abundantly clear to the official. When in doubt, throw the flag. And we don't care how much the uh, the world reacts, throw the flag. So we're never going to hold you responsible, even if it is a bad call. And I believe that was a bad call. I believe that Chris Jones was a bad call. I believe Grady Jarrett was a bad call. The NFL would never say it was a bad call because Mm. they've instructed them. Mm. When in doubt,
1: throw the flag. Mm. Okay. I'll go so far as to agree that they should revisit how they're calling the – revisit the rule, how it's being officiated. Right. But – this isn't even by the letter of the law. This is just flat out one glance, that's the law. Right. What just happened on this penalty was an obvious blatant penalty. As the rule is written, it was blatant. And I'm surprised people keep reacting to it when it gets called routinely in NFL games because it's the law. Yeah, but it's. But skip. Even, so, by the law, Grady Jarrett was a penalty. But, Skip, what did your eyes tell you? Your eyes tell you that wasn't a penalty. Okay, your eyes are telling you the rule needs to be amended. Yes. Or changed or, or abolished, right? right? Yes. Okay, even Bosa said right after the game it was the right call. I kind of lost my mind there, and unfortunately it hurt my team because he knows the law. He knows Skip, the rules. Skip, I get it. If, if, if,
2: if a guy does what Goose did to Rich Gannon, Skip, mm-hmm. I get that. All right, Skippy, we've seen guys
1: where you like you kind of pick him up and you tilt right. him. That's a whole nother. Issue. We, we we get that, Skippy. Right. Come on. All right. So the rule or law reads that a defensive player must not unnecessarily land on top of a defenseless quarterback. Obviously, with all or most of the defenders' weight. Instead, the defensive player must strive to fall to the side of that. the quarterback's body or brace his fall with his arms to avoid landing on the quarterback with all or most of his body weight. Well, Bosa just lands on him full force skip. with his whole body weight. Skip. 300 pounds away. Skip, right, skip, he's right his waist. Yeah. So how is the got guy get him down? Well, you just fell. On the, the, it, it's like roughing the punter. You, you just have to pull up. You, you have no choice, or you're going to get a flag. But scale. I mean, now they're asking you to divide
2: physics. I mean, you're falling now. I need you to turn to the side. Well, or well, I need you to put your now. I need you to put your arm down and possibly dislocate your elbow or break your collarbone so
1: you don't hurt the quarterback. you just roll. He's a good enough athlete. He can roll sideways at the last split Think second. Think about what you're asking. So why, why don't the quarterback get out of the way? He's a good enough athlete to get out of the way.
2: You see what you ask? You okay. always ask the defender to do something that's, right. that's but, but, improbable or, or illogical, okay. but not the offensive player. Put the onus on the offensive player. All How right. about the offensive line not give up
1: the sack? All right. But quarterback is obviously the most valuable marketing position in all the sports because when the quarterback goes down and out, see Kyler Murray the other night, that had nothing to do with him by falling right. on It's just freak accident, yeah. injury. But when he's out, I'm out. I'm, I'm like, I don't really want to watch Colt McCoy tonight. Man, I want to see
2: right. Nick Bo- you don't want to see Nick Bolson sack the quarterback? Okay. So what happened they
1: throw him out of the game. Okay, well he, he he has sacked enough that he's running away with the sack lead, right? right? He's still but, pulling. Okay, it off. but how about this here? When Chris Jones sacked Derek Carr, and he put his arm down the brace. Yeah. What was that? Okay. When Grady Jarrett
2: spinned Tom Brady down, that what was, was
1: that? He was wrong. I, I'll agree, but that this was right. That wasn't this no right. Was, well he fell on him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he fell on him. That's okay. what happens when you tackle somebody. That's what do, normally happens. Do you know how many times in my career I've seen a body weight sack lead to a broken collarbone or a separated shoulder because? These quarterbacks are fragile, so and, let me, and I don't know exactly why they're so fragile, but they just are. But they don't really do anything
2: okay. with the upper body. Okay. they don't really lift. They don't I, do bench press. If, they don't do shoulder press things. If, like.
1: if, if 300 odd pounds fall yeah. straight down and happen to come down with the with the point of contact on a shoulder oh, that yeah, gets yeah, pinned yeah. and rocked against the turf, right. against the cement bottom turf, so let, it so, just breaks. So let me
2: have let me ask you a question: What happens? Okay, I'm going down, and I try to brace my fall because well, I you don't
1: can. You can. You you. So then with that oh Shadow, that's okay. Uh, I you, would not recommend to any of my defense linemen to brace. You, you exactly, just gotta roll. Exactly. You better not brace or you're gonna you're gonna go with Steph had a subluxation. That's what yeah. you're gonna get. Right. And, but yeah. I think the thing is,
2: Skip, because he was so low, I can see Skip, if you are like you're up high, he's around the shoulders, you can turn to the side. But if you see him, he's around his waist. He can't okay. you can't
1: roll in that situation. OK, but you just can't fall on him with your body weight because it's it's just like in black and white right here. Yeah, it's, it's and he knew it. And, and Nick Rosa didn't try to argue out of skip, it. Skip he, the rule, the rule is wrong. OK, Tab. there you go. That's what I, I yes. opened up. That was my first. Yes. comment. If you're telling me the rule is. wrong, yes. They should revisit. Maybe you you could abolish or you could amend it. No, now, you know, this how is that?
2: either you do it or you don't. But, right? I mean, uh, I mean, just use common sense. I mean the uh, the Brady that was not a penalty.
1: Yeah, and and the, the other part of this rule is you cannot pick up and throw down the quarterback. Well, I think even you agree with the, that. You don't need to do that. Right. Oh yeah. You don't need to violently throw him down. Skip, he just slung him yeah. because he yeah, I'm,
2: skip. I'm passing him, so I'm already. I got him around his waist. So I'm already passing, so my momentum. I just slung him down. It's not like I picked him up like the guy did, like Turkey Jones did. Terrence Bradshaw <laughs> skip. He
1: did. That that yeah. that's a suplex. Okay, I get he you. did it to Jim McMahon one night in Green. Uh, Charles Martin. You he did. Green, yeah. He picked him up in '86. He, 80, he, he just like
2: WWE. Yes. Right. Dumped him right <laughs> over the, Yeah. And that basically that was their season. Okay. There you go. So Skip, okay. we, we don't want to see that. Right. We get yeah. those. We yeah. get the clothesline. We Skip, we uh, 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 the unavated to the quarterback. If I'm not mistaken, I think that was Bruce Smith that went unavated yeah. and gave uh, gave Boomer Sison a concussion. Yeah. They changed the rule after that. But we, we get it, Skip. This is common sense. But they made it really, really hard for a defender, D-linemen, linebackers, secondary guys, to play. Because, I mean, they, they get to what he hit him in his head. Well, Skip, if I'm a receiver and I see that guy coming, my instinct is to do this. I brought, I brought my head into the area. He's trying to hit me in my chest or my midsection, and then all of a sudden I'm bracing for the hit. Yep. And then
1: i go head-to-head, and they throw a flag on him. Okay. I do agree with you about, like, the college targeting rule yeah. where if you – you target, you're out. Yeah. You're out? Come on,
2: man. Well, come on. Because that definitely impacts. Because a lot of times, Skip, is, is some of their best defenders.
3: It, it usually throw, is. You
2: throw Nick Bosa out of the game, or you throw Miles Garrett or Aaron Donald out of the game, no. you really handicapped the no, defense. They're already that. playing with one hand tied behind their back. Now you got well, two of them.
1: Well, I don't blame this referee because he just called it the way this says to see it.
2: Well, I mean yeah. – they did. I mean, that was Geno. I mean, normally, the, the, the <laughs> quarterback that's not Brady or one of these top-tier quarterbacks, they don't really get a whole lot of those. Yeah. So they gave, they did give Geno the benefit they of the doubt. a break. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't really like it. I don't like the rules. Now, what about Defenses a Go pay, take are so the different
0: now. That's for <laughs> sure, guys. All right, hey, let's move on to the hardwood and talk a little bit of LeBron. And speaking of differences, has his shift in how he scores been yep. a good thing or a bad Great. thing for the Kings' career? Great. That's next here on Undisputed. LeBron James has dominated scoring around the rim. Since 1999, LeBron leads the NBA in attempted field goals in the paint, first in made field goals in the paint, and first in paint field goal percentage. However, he has gone from dominating the paint to now, he's relying more on that outside shooting, a little less wear and tear, right? Over the last two seasons, LeBron has averaged more than twice as many three-point attempts compared to his rookie season. Shannon, how do you explain this
2: shift? You've gotten older. And as we get older, we can't do the things that we once could. It's the same reason I explained Tom Brady not standing in the pocket and taking hits, not looking down the gun barrel. He's gotten older. He doesn't want to take the hit. So he's either getting rid of the ball or he's dirtying it. He's not going to take those shots. The same way we explained Michael. Michael was a great driver of the ball. But as he got older, he relied on the fadeaway. As Kobe got older, a great driver of the ball, a great finisher at the rim, he relied more on the fadeaway. That happens. No great driver of the basketball as they started to age still became a great driver of the basketball. Yeah, they could do it here and there, but Kobe didn't drive the ball nearly the last four or five years of his career like he did the first half of his career. Jordan was the same thing. Only LeBron James catches flag for it. You can't compare LeBron to, to, to Kareem because Kareem did not spend the lion's share of his career driving the basketball, finishing at the rim. Kareem threw the sky hook. That's what he did. <laughs> Minimal effort, minimal strain on the body. Not to take, I'm not trying to take no shot at Kareem. Kareem was great. Everybody knows Kareem. The six MVPs, the 10 finals, the six uh, uh, championships, speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. But they were two different players played in two different eras. Yeah. I don't know why people just try to take, try to just find a way to try to discredit what LeBron is doing. Mm. The man is great. And he's found a way if you want to be great and you want to play extend your career, you better find another way, and that's what. And a lot of people can't find a way to extend their career because they can only play one way. Give LeBron James credit for finding another way. Another guy, Skip, uh, uh Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. Brook Lopez used to be a back to the back player. Mm-hmm. And what has he done now? He rarely plays with his back to the basket. It has something to do with his teammate. But but yeah. you but you see it, it started. Mm-hmm. But what teammate aside, if he couldn't shoot the three, it'd be no,
1: he, he wouldn't have no use in the league. But so, listen, Brooke Lopez can defend the rim at the highest yes. level and he will block shots. I need leading in blocks. He lead, shots? He's leading yeah. the league. Yeah.
2: But he wasn't always a great defender, though, okay. Skip. All right. But so I'm just saying the evolution of a guy that's gotten older finding a way to still impact the game while he doesn't have while some of his athleticism has waned. Mm-hmm. That's what we see here.
1: Okay. I take issue with athleticism, Wayne, because I don't see that. That's just me. I I, I think he is just as explosive as I've ever seen him be explosive. Maybe it doesn't happen as often, but when it happens, it really happens. He can thunder dunk with the best of them three or four times a game. He can attack the rim with the greatest of these eight or ten times a game. I I see it on a nightly basis. He'll play bully ball with, with players now that are half his age and he just plays bully ball with it. It's like, or maybe not half his age, half his experience, his his years in in basketball, Mm -hmm. in, in the NBA. So these, these stats are compelling to me. They're eye opening to me because I have always, I listen for 18 years, I've called him the greatest driver of the basketball I've ever seen because he just is. And it, it's not because he's just six nine two sixty, but he's explosively six nine two sixty, and this is the key point: he is ambidextrous. He was born left-handed mm-hmm. and plays right-handed, yeah. but he can play both-handed. Yes, and when you can attack the rim the way he can attack the rim, if you can do it with this hand, it's impossible to mm-hmm. stop. And he's just as good at, with this hand. Might be even better. I don't know. But but he's just as good with each hand right. a, at the bucket. Yes. And he's got lots of touch and finesse and trick shottery at the rim that, that a lot of 6'9 guys just have never had. So you've got that whole package going. So he dominates over the expanse of his career. He's number one in every category of scoring in the paint. Because he's the greatest driver of the basketball. He's not back to the basket. They're not post. I mean, every once in a while you post up. But for the most part, he is initiating the soiree to the basket. He's not saying, lob me the ball in here and I'm posted up three feet from the rim and I'm going to shoot a little hook shot. We don't see that very often, right? Okay. So what has happened over time? Well, to me, this is just me. He has prioritized passing Kareem over winning games. Not to say that he doesn't want to win games, but he's slightly favoring passing Kareem over winning games because over the last four years, well, look at six years, for six straight years, his three-point attempts have gone up, up, up. Yes. And now over the last three years, he's right around eight. He, he did back-to-back eight eights. And then this year, he's at 7.5. So if you round up, it's eight, but he's, he's in the same ballpark mm-hmm. of attempts. In fact, in attempts overall, all-time three-point attempts, would you believe he's risen to sixth on the list? I mean, that's stunning to me because who's at the top Well, obviously Steph's yeah, at the top. And be. then Ray Allen's second. And then James Harden is third. And then the great Reggie Miller is fourth. And believe it or not, Jamal Crawford, who is always like a perennial six-man of the year, yeah. but a three-point shooter, is fifth. Now, LeBron— who, who wouldn't? Those are all shooting guards, and I don't right. know. LeBron has some shooting guard in him, but he's viewed as more of a point forward or right. whatever. I, right. don't, I don't even know what his position He's positioned less, but he's sixth on that list. Okay, so here's the problem that starts occurring. He's a below average, I'm being nice about that, three point shooter. So if you start going up to eight a game as he did last year, that ranked 15th in the league in attempts. Well, you were thirty-six percent last year, which, which by his standards, was decent. Pretty good, yeah. it, it was pretty good. It still ranked ninety-third in basketball. Well, okay, if you rank ninety-third in percentage of makes, but you took the fifteenth most shots, it's a lot of empty trips that that hurt your team. So this year, he's at seven point five attempts, which ranks twenty-third in the league. Still pretty high, top twenty-five. But his three-point shooting so far, maybe he'll ratchet up a little bit, but he's at 31.5%. He was, what, 3 of 11 the other night. Right. 31.5%. That ranks 138th in the league in percentage of makes. Well, it's, it's hidden figures. It's another reason why your team is 11 and 16. When you look at it, you say, LeBron, AD, and Russ? And wait, what's – well, there's a hidden figure. It's so many empty trips – where he shoots a three and misses, and maybe you get the rebound, but probably you don't, and it's inefficient. And yet, why is he doing it in the big picture? Well, to to some degree, it's what you say, I'm just protecting my body. I want to last, man, and I don't want to keep going in there and banging into people.
2: Not just in sports, Age changes the way we do things.
1: Yeah, okay. But I still believe he has, obviously, the highest IQ in basketball, and he's saying to himself – if I really want to make sure I pass that guy, because right. you want to talk about feather and cap. This is the biggest feather well, anybody could ever put in but cap. Let me ask you you, question. You're going to be the all-time leading scorer. Well, three is better than two. But let me ask right? you a question. Do you think
2: Carl Malone could have continued to play if he could have developed a three-point shot? Could Tim Duncan continue to play if he had developed a three-point shot?
1: I think he could have continued to play, period. But He's they, like
2: Kareem. But, they, but, yeah. but 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 these guys could only – they didn't develop they didn't expand. No. They were they were what they were and okay. it says this is good enough. LeBron okay. was smart did,
1: enough to see did, did he expand to win games or to pass him? Well, you have That's to wait. Point. But
2: skip. If I pack the lane, what am I supposed to do? I can't jump over everybody in a single bound. Cause what 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 did you say Popovich did? You know, I, Popovich say back off him. Back so, off he him.
1: Yeah, yes, yes. so he had developed a shot. 2013. Yeah, but he had so yes. he
2: had to develop.
1: Okay, I, I'm not sure he developed it that much more than than it was at so that. So you point. don't think, you
2: don't think LeBron James
1: is a better shooter now than he was 10 11 years ago? Well, the numbers don't say he was. Yeah, the, the numbers do. No, in some of those years he was decent as a three point shooter, and he's 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 way I'm being nice he's way below average as a three point shooter, and he. Even you would have to agree. He just takes too many threes now. Yeah, down. I, 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 would, I would like for him to cut down on three. But
2: I think the thing was, Skip, is that he developed – he is not a natural shooter. He, whatever he no. got I'll is because that. he worked at it. I would agree. So he was starting at it. It's not like Steph. Yep. Steph was already starting at a point up here. Yep. LeBron started as a shooter down here. Now, he might not get to Steph level, but no. he's higher than what he was.
1: Yeah. And it includes the
2: free throw shooting, yes. too, where he's just –
0: He's it, mediocre he's, oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Probably,
1: probably would say average uh, pro- Probably average free throw yeah. shooter. And, and I don't know. He, he doesn't have that naturally. That's right. not like KD's just got that natural thing. But LeBron, if you look at LeBron, how the ball comes. If you look at the great free throw
2: shooters, the ball come out of their hands the exact same way every single time. Sweet and if has, you look at LeBron, the ball speed. comes out sometimes to the left. I it comes know, out sometimes to the right. For sure. And the thing with I know, his, I got it is repetition. I got it. The same thing over and over.
0: It's a lot of contact down in that paint, gentlemen. I see it every night. Mm. All right. Let's go back to the football field now. CeeDee Lamb, is he not getting enough respect as the Cowboys' Mm, number one receiver, Skip? We'll explain when we return here on Undisputed. We've got new wide receiver power rankings in from NFL.com. Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams all up at the top. Cowboys receiver CeeDee Lamb, well, he comes in at number nine overall. Mm. Shannon, is this too high, too low, or just right for
2: hell, CeeDee? Hell, he, he higher than what he should be. Mm. Had Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, the big receiver from the Chargers, not been injured the whole year, he wouldn't even crack the top ten. Mm. Look at CeeDee. Last week against the Texans, he was five for thirty-three. Mm. CD ranked tenth in yard uh, yak, yards out the catch, eighteenth in yards for reception, fourteenth in contested catches, and twenty-fourth in contested catch, uh, uh, catches, in ca- contested catch rate. Mm. what what is that? in top ten. What, what is that mm. in top ten? How did that get you top ten? Mm. Because two guys that would be in the top ten wouldn't be. He wouldn't be there. So I said he's like somewhere between eleven and fifteen. I stand by that. So, for me, and, 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 and D. Hopkins, D. Hop had he not been suspended the first six games, mm. Mike Ambers, I don't know why he and Brady have just not been able to get on the same page this year. And that's another. So, for me, Skip, he's just lucky. Mm. Be happy, be thankful, enjoy
1: it. But you and I both know, you know what the deal is. Mm. I've told you top ten all year long. And they say ninth, pro football focus, now grades him as the seventh best wide receiver. I don't know. I, I, I'm looking at numbers. His yards are top 10, 961 yards, ranks ninth. So he's ranked ninth. That that works for me. All I know is he's got some Debo in him. And what did my heart the most good was against Indianapolis, they, they ran him on back-to-back sweeps, You know, wide receiver sweeps. And pff, it looked pretty good to me because he is a yak beast. I know your numbers say not, but yeah. I need to see more opportunities. I, I need to see him... More involved in the offense in in ways other than just straight catching footballs. Yeah,
2: I mean, but like I said, Keenan Allen, Mike uh, uh, Mike Williams, and D Hop. Those mm-hmm. are three spots. So if we do that, so that's three spots. He's out of the top ten. Mm-hmm. You know he ain't better than the Hop. Mm-hmm. You know Mike Williams and Keenan. Now come on. Mm-hmm. I know that. I know. That. Hey, he got number 88. He plays for your favorite team. Mm-hmm. But he's not better than those guys. Mm-hmm. He's
1: just not. I think he's getting better. He's on the rise. Well, even you said two weeks ago, you said you're impressed. Because yeah, I he am is, impressed. He is rising. He's rising. Yep. So now he's like
2: 12 instead of 15. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's okay. right. he rising, though. I just told you our season is just starting right now, and I need to see, D- see C.D. impose his will on Jacksonville, and then the Eagles, and I believe especially in the Eagles. And you won't take that bet, but I'll take more yards than AJ G- Brown in no, the Eagles
2: game. No, uh, he'll have a better. AJ Brown will
1: have a better game.
2: Mm-hmm. Skip, it. You, he better than Mike Williams. Mm. Did you see Mike Williams come I back did. after the – be yeah. out for five or six weeks, come back and dro- drop a 100 spot on, on, oh, on the – He's on the, a monster. He's yeah.
1: like
2: 6'4". Keenan yeah. Allen. Yeah. Keenan Allen been I dealing with a hamstring Kenan. all year. Yeah, Come back and get put in work. Uh. And I ain't going to say nothing, but D-Hop, but D-hop is D-Hop. Mm. I don't even need to say anything about it. He go by D-Hop, so that tells you everything. Well, maybe you need he's to
1: know. getting a little older. Who? D-Hop? D-Hop, yeah. I'll take C.D. Over D-Hop. I'm happy to have C.D. I've even got T Y. <laughs> you can you can have all the
2: initials you want. <laughs> they still not better. They, they, He's not a better yeah. W R. Yeah. How about that? He's not a better wide receiver uh, than those guys, and uh, you know it.
1: I'm glad I have C D. Whatever.
0: <laughs> all right, guys, we gotta leave this one here. We're out of time. We gotta talk a little bit about Mike McDaniel and the message he's sending to his team and head of the Bill's game. I promise you, you'll never see me send this message. You're going to want to hear what he's saying. That's up next right here on Undisputed. All right, y'all. Check out Mike McDaniel. He's strutting around, sporting a... I wish it were colder t-shirt at practice this week. That's ahead of the Dolphins' road game against the Bills, where it's expected to be below freezing during the game. Mm-hmm. Buffalo bracing for 15 to 22 inches of snow this weekend. All right, that's easy to say when you're in Miami. Shannon, yeah. do you like McDaniel's approach, though?
2: I would like it a lot more if he's just like that on Sunday. <laughs> And you want to impress yeah. me, wear that t shirt just like that. What, the, the around? D- dress just like he's dressed yeah. walking around in Miami <laughs> and call plays like that for the entire game. Now, nah, nah you're going to be on to something, Skip. <laughs> you can't simulate in Miami no. what you're going to face in Buffalo. He
1: turned up the air conditioning in Miami? Oh. Are you kidding? <laughs> My so- problem with it is if you make too big a deal of it, you talk about it too much, it'll become too big a deal to your team. Yes. You also potentially plant an excuse in the back of the minds of your team that, well, all we've been talking about all week is how cold it is. It's really cold out here, and we don't have a chance.
2: It do be cold. Don't let me, oh, it's in your mind. No, it would be in your body. You know what I'm saying? So you know that it's cold, Skip. And there is no similarity between Buffalo, New York, and Miami, Florida. (laughs) So I don't know how you – Oh, We got an air condition. Nothing. (laughs)
0: All right, guys, we are out of time. That's it for us. Have a fabulous weekend, everybody.